0: What's going on, Bulls Nation? <laughs> Ow! It's trade deadline day! You found yourselves <laughs> hanging out with us, CHGO Bulls. I am Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter, at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave, BOW! B-A-W-L Sports, Will to Go Gottlieb, Will underscore Gottlieb, our pound producer, Joey Spathis, hanging out with us, rocking the controls on deadline day. Follow Joey, at Joey Spathis. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Trade deadline special! Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. <laughs> How are we feeling, everyone? I feel amazing. Just under an hour to go until yes. the NBA's midseason trade deadline. Yes. No action for the Bulls so far. There are some new reports and rumors swirling I'm around today. We will talk about it in just a second. Obviously, other huge dominoes falling. Kevin Durant, a Phoenix Woo. Sun. Wow. Other pieces moving around. We just wow. had a Wiseman Sadiq Bey swap going on. Wow. Then Atlanta jumps into the deal.
1: Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I am here for one thing and one thing only, and that is Will the Goat Gottlieb. I am here to watch him, his reactions. This is his day. This is his Christmas. This is what he gets down for, sir. Sir, I'm here for you.
2: My heart is thumping in my <laughs> chest. Uh, Justin Holiday just got traded. Oh. It's bulls legend. It's candy.
1: That's all he do is get traded. His his closet is full of. Wait,
2: Justin holiday and Frank Comiskey to
0: the rockets for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. Not
1: Bruno, Gary bird, baby.
0: Just a a fresh woes bomb for you guys. (laughs) Uh, I I I love it. Talk about right, right before we went live, Joey was laughing to us that two back-to-back comments in our live comments. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us. Were don't trade Zach. And, Please trade Zach! (laughs) Speaking of which, let's dive right into that. There are a few different sources going around earlier today saying that the Bulls are still active and taking calls regarding their two-time All-Star, Zach Levine. First one from our pal over at the Sun-Times, Joe Cowley, who just before noon said, I heard from a source that Bulls and Knicks are revisiting trade talks on Zach Levine. Mm. Talks began yesterday but broke off. Now they are back on. Uh, Also, uh, earlier today, Matt Moore of the Action Network said in a piece, keep an eye on Chicago, which continues to take offers for Zach Levine. Brooklyn and Chicago had talks before the KD trade. It's not known how the Durant trade affects Brooklyn's interest in Levine. Both teams out there in NYC flirting around Zach Levine. There's also this tweet from a source that I'm not super familiar with. Talk to me. Uh, But it is... Jake Weinbach. Weinbach. Uh, he is a, a hoops hype guy, hoops habit guy, one yes, of those. Shout out. The New York Knicks reportedly hoops focused hype. on acquiring two time all star Zach Levine from the Bulls in the framework of a potential deal. Brain. Chicago receives Fournier, D. Rose, D Rose, Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, and three first round picks for Levine yeah. and our vet guard, Goran Dragic. Yeah. I am not super familiar with that, most, uh, with that latest uh, Weinbach guy.
1: Uh, let me say this also underneath that uh, Weinbach said the Knicks and Bulls, that's the, the trade for Levine, from his understanding, talks have likely stalled due to New York's relu- reluctance to include Quentin Grimes in the deal. So don't let Quentin Grimes be the reason mm. that you don't get a guy like Zach Levine, New York Knicks. Seriously.
2: It, it speaks to something that I found really interesting from the Suns, trade for Kevin Durant. Okay. You don't let a role player, no matter how good they are, get in the way of acquiring a star player. Correct. You don't do it. Correct. You don't do it. And it it cost them this summer with Donovan Mitchell. It was the same story. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're a little bit more desperate now. Maybe Mm -hmm. not. No, they're always desperate. Maybe they think that they can, you know, acquire two stars with the remaining draft capital that they have, but they did give up their own protected lottery, lottery protected first round pick to the Blazers last night in exchange for Josh Hart. But, it's just the concept of like don't let a second year guy, three and D guy get in the way of acquiring an all star. Yeah. Not saying I would do it for either team or not. Right, but exactly. But the that philosophy shouldn't be the reason. should be you get your stars and right. then you figure out the rest later. Yeah,
1: seriously.
0: Uh Talavu in the comments saying bring Derek home. Uh Matt Lennon meanwhile saying, Terrible deal. Let's just <laughs> hypothetically speaking, say that this trade happened. Are yes. you guys in favor of it? Yep.
1: I think I'm good with that trade. Yep, I think I'm good with that trade. Mm-hmm. I am definitely good with it. I, I am a Quentin Grimes fan. I became one watching him in summer league uh, when we were there and watching him just absolutely Flex. torch uh, the Chicago Bulls. I was like, I like this guy right here. So I, I'm a Quentin Grimes kind of guy. So hopefully they can get him. Uh, Fournier, you know, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, Obi Toppin, yeah, you know, it's whatever. He can dunk. But the three first round picks is what is very very sexy. And of course. That little sexy dig right in there is bringing home that man, D. Rose. I'm talking about right back to Chicago. That that would just be awesome. That would be an awesome thing. And Zach Levine, I mean, he's Zach Levine. He's really freaking good, (laughs) all right? He's a good basketball player. But, again, we were talking about this before the show. This is why you sign a guy like Zach Levine, to give yourself these kind of options to help your team improve if it's not going well for you. They feel like it's not going great right now. They're taking calls. They're having conversations. You can come back with a nice haul and reset your team that way. So you can still go for the playoffs this year because you know they want to. You can still do that this season, but also improve your team going forward. I feel it's a win-win, man. I like it.
2: Yeah, it really comes down to who do the Bulls think they are right now? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Big yeah, yeah. huh? <laughs> <Whoa>. um, stuff. <laughs> and... I, I can't answer that question for Arturis, for but I tweeted this out earlier, and I think it's really true. When you look at the rest of the Eastern Conference, just now at the trade deadline, the Boston Celtics added Mike Muscala. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Bucks added Jay Crowder. Talk slow. The 76ers added uh, Jalen McDaniels, mm-hmm. who's a really nice player. Mm-hmm. Cavs have not done anything. Brooklyn obviously shook up the entire league, trading out KD and Kyrie. But I think they're still very competitive, not to mention 10 games over 500. Mm-hmm. The Heat are sniffing around Kelly Olenek, uh and other players, but they haven't done anything yet. The Knicks have added Josh Hart. The Hawks just got Sadiq Bey. The Toronto Raptors just got Jakob Pertl. The Jakob. Pacers just got George Hill and Jordan Awara. All these teams are getting themselves better, and by standing, Pat, mm-hmm. you are getting pushed down the totem pole. Mm-hmm. That is my feeling about the, how this team is. Yes, they're in ninth place right now, mm-hmm. but they're closer to 14th than they are to sixth, mm-hmm. and a lot can change. So, We got 51 minutes left to the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. I don't know what direction the Bulls are going in, but I'll say this. We talk a lot about how AK likes to play things close to the vest, right? I think part of that is true, that he doesn't want to get a lot leaked into the media. I think that's fair. I also think that could just mean that he's not making a lot of calls because it doesn't take just one... I mean, the other team that AK is talking to could leak some stuff about the Bulls. Mm -hmm. So just because there hasn't been anything leaked, doesn't mean that the Bulls aren't talking, but it also could mean that they're not talking. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we're starting to hear some rumors bubble up because at the very least it means they're starting to think about where they are as a team and what their roster needs and what direction they want to go.
0: And a quick reminder on that, we will hear from Arturas Karnashovas, Bulls uh, Vice President of Basketball Ops, at 445 Central so go. today. Let's go. After the deadline passes, and he will do his best to explain one way or the other. Talk to but me. the Bulls didn't. Did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, Emilio in the comments saying DeRozan is going to pull a Kevin Durant and ask to be traded for a contender. If he were going to do that, Emilio, he would have needed to He would have to do it uh, several hours before now or days. Mm-hmm. You can't go to your front office 45 minutes before the <laughs> deadline and say, hey, I'd like to be traded, please. And if Tamar DeRozan <laughs> had done that, Woj, Shams, somebody on the beat. Would have heard about it mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. You can't. I don't think that's something you can keep private. If your star player demands a trade, yeah. Um, well, I mean,
1: it's out there now. I mean, and not that he's demanding it, but the fact that they're trying to, you know, make these trades for him. So it's out there now. I, I think they are making the calls. Like ever since they've been here, they seem to be aggressive. I'm not saying it all, They've always gotten exactly who they wanted, but every time that the trade deadlines come up, they've been aggressive and on those phones. At least that's what I've always read about them is they tried to make these deals. They tried to make these calls. Some worked, some didn't. But I've never known them to just be people who didn't, you know, make their phone calls and stuff.
2: Well, they didn't make any phone calls this summer or at the last trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And not to say that we – I mean, we just – we don't know what happened. Behind I thought closed doors. they did doors, at the last one. They did not make any trades mm. at the last No, deadline. I said phone calls. I but said we, they didn't make know. any trades, but I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, there, the there were rumors about Yaka Pertl and players like that. Yeah. So I assume they were on the phones, but just in terms of actual moves that they've made, mm-hmm. we haven't seen anything um, here as Eric Gordon gets sent to the LA Clippers, a big move Ooh, for them. Jobs um, out time. I've been waiting for him to get traded. I think it's just a really interesting time of year, but it but it is in the clutch playbook to demand a trade. Correct. That is not something that Rich Paul clients are afraid of doing. Correct. They get the bag and then you ask out and you sort of send yourself wherever you want to go. So whether or not that was leaked, I think you have more leverage if you're Zach Levine, if it does get leaked. Um, So if it's just like an internal private thing, then I would be kind of surprised to hear that. The optics of trading Zach right now aren't great. I think if there was no trade request or trade demand, so we'll just have to see. I, I would still be surprised if anything happens, but this rumored Knicks deal is definitely intriguing. Very, very intriguing. How do you feel about the deal, sir? Um, So, given what I said about how the rest of the East is improving Mm -hmm. and what we've seen from this Bulls team, what we know to be all but true about Lonzo Ball and his potential return this year, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you can sit on your hands for the third straight time where you can make moves. The trade deadline last year, free agency this year, and the trade deadline now. I don't think you can... You can just sit on your hands and not do anything. Mm-hmm. So, if the Bulls want to add talent, I feel okay with that. If they want to tear it down, I feel okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I think the the play is getting value here. And in a deal like this, where you're getting now, I uh, I tweeted out the list of picks that the that the Knicks have to ship out. A handful of them are heavily protected. I would not be as interested in those. Okay. I would want like unprotected picks, a young player, especially if you're taking back Fournier's. Uh, three year, 18 million per contract. Fact. But you got to think about value. And if you're getting a replacement shooting guard and some young players and a ton of picks, you mm-hmm. can stay competitive now mm-hmm. while reloading the treasure trove so that you can either make a lot of draft picks or make another big swing in some form or another around DeRozan and Vooch. But it just gives you that much more flexibility. So I think this is one of the better outcomes as far as Zach trades go. Okay. But I just I don't expect the the Bulls to pull the ripcord on, on this group just now. Looks good in a Bulls jersey. First-round picks, baby. Three of them. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'd rather see that in the number three on a Bulls jersey than Dwayne Wade's name. You one of the best-selling jerseys jersey. out there
2: when he came. The, the original
0: picture <laughs> was Dwayne Wade's. I'm, Who's going to the I'm, I'm glad you were Luke a Kinnard. sucker for Garpax's really? plan on that Kinnard. one. Luke Kennard. Kennard going to the Grizzlies. Also, so this tweet from Woj – uh, mentioned that it became a multi-team deal. I'm guessing that that is the Grizzlies. Oh Wall, wait, wait, the Rockets the are Rockets. acquiring John Wall in a what? three-team deal with the Grizzlies and Clippers. What? Again, you
2: get bought out by the same team <laughs> so, in one season.
0: Wow, ha, what? So that's crazy. This morning, there were reports from multiple NBA people saying, "Hey, the Clippers are still working on a John Wall trade. Get yeah. him out. He wants out. Yeah, and that if they don't find a trade." Wall's gonna hit the buyout market, right? That's, right? That's They'll heard. get a buyout deal done. Mm-hmm. This now from Shams, just a few seconds ago, the
1: Rockets acquiring John Wall. What are we doing here? Craziness is what we're doing. We're having fun. You see the joy I on mean, this man's face right
2: here. I'm trying to put it together in the trade machine. Just that's so right. Look I, at him, man. This thing I is on see fire. What the <laughs> With those reports of the
0: Bulls being perhaps in the market for a veteran point guard yeah. because Alonzo ain't coming back, uh-huh. John Wall was one of those names thrown out there. He was
1: definitely one of those names.
0: Add this to the list of that Bulls rumor squashed. Gone. That Bulls rumor squashed. Gone. John Wall, no. Jay Crowder, no. Levine for Westbrook and two Lakers picks. Peace. Bye. <laughs> That's all trade deadline is, is Bulls fans crossing off their list one by one uh-huh. all of the reported and or rumored trades involving the Bulls. That's real.
1: That's real. But there's still one out there. We'll see how it goes because it's still time. It's still there, time, Matt. There's still time. There? We'll see, sir. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Real, uh, real
0: quick.
3: Real go quick. On. Go ahead. We got 520 people watching live. 520. Hey. We've, only, to go, got, Bulls nation. We've yeah. only got 61 likes. 61 oh. likes? That's bad karma. Come likes. on, That's guys. bad karma. Get
0: them thumbs Hits up. Get hit, them likes up.
3: Hit the like button so that the Bulls will do – what you want them to do, whether it is trade or not trade or what? something, <laughs> hit, the yeah, like hit the like button and you will be blessed <laughs> the with are good more news. More likely to yeah. do
2: exactly what you want.
3: That's just true. Uh, the fact
1: that you say hit the like because they're more likely to you like do what that you one. You want. Speaking right. of Likes. super chats, Jason Likes. in the comments asking Likes. how do you do
0: uh, or uh, how do you do the super chats? There's a little money. Like a little dollar bill icon underneath the uh, type something chat bar at the yeah. bottom of the live chat.
1: Yeah, hit the super chats too, guys. Hit them super, super chats. chats. We're gonna hey, read Parker Lushin.
3: Come join us. We went to high school together. What's up, Parker? Hey, hey, how was Joey um, in high
1: school? Tell us. Speaking, speaking, speaking of trades
0: that could still happen, I saw earlier in the comments. I think it was some some person named Wyatt said uh, that he wants uh, he wants me traded.
1: He wants you traded. He okay. wants me traded.
3: What do you want to be traded to? I would trade do it for less than two
2: unprotected. I would places.
3: do I, it for two Portillo sandwiches. <laughs>
0: Well, joke's on you, young Joseph, because I got a no-trade clause, mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Grizzlies sending Danny Green to Houston in the deal. Looking like it's going to be
2: a three-team trade with Canard to the Grizzlies, Wall and Danny Green to the Rockets, and Eric Gordon to the Clippers.
0: Mm. And uh, the Grizzlies sending three second-round picks to the Clippers from Woj just now
2: Man, I like Eric Gordon there that's a good fit yeah no seriously they it's a really shooting. good fit yeah they need a, an additional ball handler yeah John wall experience wasn't really working yeah. out you could cheat with him at point guard you can uh, cheat. I think I think that's a
1: really good move for them I agree that's a, I agree, man. Like I, I've been wanting him to be traded for, for a couple years now, man. He's just not been happy down there in Houston, man. He needs this opportunity and a rejuvenated guy, a rejuvenated he's gonna veteran. Be, he's going like to that, be like that. He's going to be hyped up and ready to go, man. He he provides that shooting that they need. putting clearly, it with a guy like Tyron Lewis, well, too.
0: clearly did not get the tips, the accurate tips from Harden about where all the best drip clubs
2: were. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, how do you not like Houston? It's all strip clubbed out. What do you, what you, you, know you what what think mean? about it from the Grizzlies perspective, getting Luke Kennard for basically Danny Green? I like it. like. Um, I, doesn't Luke Kennard have like a nice contract, a big contract? 14. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I guess obviously they're making a move to go for it. You know what I mean? They, this is a, I'm they have to a lot of it. space. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I want to go for it. I want to win. No, adding a shooter, you know, to a team like that is never a bad thing, you know. They score inside all day long. We adding a shooter, adding a shooter. You're gonna like have that. to
0: uh, expound upon that. I'm not as oh, a Bulls fan. I'm, I'm not sorry. really familiar you. what
1: what that phrase I means. I got you. I understand, man. Uh, the shooting is it's something. I mean, Will the Go Gottlieb, leave? You've seen his form. Is mm-hmm. what he does, man. You go up and you put the ball in the air, it spins and rotates and looks pretty, mm. and then it lands right into uh, the basket, oh. you know, because you can get those buckets and those, that those And there are players out there? There are. They can do there that? Are. You know, if a long time ago, there was a Chicago <laughs> Bull player named I, – I Craig Hodges. Be, no, no, I could be getting his name wrong. Is, is it Lonzo Bell?
2: Oh. Bell. Bell? No, you're
1: Lonzo Bell. Bell? no, you're
3: getting it wrong. It's – Matt Thomas. I Matt thought. Th- no, no, no. I didn't Good. say
1: legend. You know what I'm saying? See, I didn't say legend. Oh, wow, Okay, <laughs> we got we got <laughs> Shams
3: saying the Clippers are
0: trading Pat Bev to the Orlando Magic for Mo Bamba. Oh,
1: Mo
0: Bamba. Wait, 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 Mo Bamba. Since
1: Mo Bamba. Since the Lakers, wait. the Lakers.
0: Uh, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, why did he tweet like Clippers? He deleted that. Because he, he's just himself. going crazy. I was like, right wait, now. did Pat Bev get traded to the Clippers <laughs> last night? Right note, <laughs> uh, Lakers trading. Papov to Orlando for Mo Bamba. Meanwhile, Shams also tweeting that a Western Conference contender has been emerging as a, has emerged as a suitor for OG
3: Ananobi. Don't
2: Ooh. send him to the Clippers, man. That would be. I said before we went live.
3: I just have a feeling in the next forty minutes, OG Memphis Grizzly. They got to do it. OG Grizzlies. I think they should. They be vicious. They've got, they've they've got-, got so much. They have so many assets that they're just holding on to, waiting to, uh-huh. you know, and they, and yeah, like you, you got to consolidate some talent at some point if you're going to, if you can. It's going to be tough now because they just traded Danny Green, though. So yeah. I don't think that's, that's, now it's really tough from a salary perspective. Uh,
0: meanwhile, uh, the annoying tweet from Shams where he just said Western Conference contender, there's a video underneath it where he says that that Western Conference contender is the Golden State Warriors. Mm hmm. So, Warriors emerging as a frontrunner to get OG Ananobi. They
2: basically just cleared Wiseman's salary for nothing. They got mm-hmm. five picks. Uh, they freed up a roster spot, which they'll use to convert either Ty Jerome or Anthony Lamb mm-hmm. to a regular contract. I'm not really sure what the rest of the matching salary would be to get that pick. And then, you know, the draft capital they have, mm-hmm. you're, you're looking at Kuminga, Moody, mm. and maybe the 2026 pick. But that doesn't quite get you there money-wise. So, yeah, yeah. that'll be interesting to, to see. Very interesting. Very interesting. This is awesome. <laughs> Sources you, said <laughs> Lakers sending second
0: round draft compensation with Papef to Orlando for Bamba. Meanwhile, okay, yeah, that's just Woj retweeting that Magic are trading. Wow, man, Warriors Bamba getting OGN and
2: Ananobi would be colossal, dude. Vicious. I, I still even... think that
0: the Warriors are lurking, man. Of course, like, of course they I, are. Pfft, I, and it, to me, it's like it doesn't matter what seed they get. No, even the even if they right, end up in right, the play-in, right. if they get out of the play-in and get seated somewhere one through eight. Correct. Nope. They're the free Warriors, man. <laughs> you know, obviously, um, you hope that, that Steph, this, this most recent injury from uh, a few days ago, I think they've estimated to be about a month-long injury. Mm-hmm. Maybe he mm-hmm. comes back soon mm-hmm. after All-Star break, ready right, to go. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Warriors, one of the many teams making moves, trying to improve themselves. Doing their thing, Meanwhile... Man. We Bulls fans sit, sit here and wait. Wait, baby. 40 minutes to go mm-hmm. until the official deadline.
2: 40 and, uh, minutes to And our length. producer,
0: Joseph, just uh, threw a poll up in the comments. Everybody cast your votes asking, should the Bulls trade Zach Levine to the Knicks for Grimes, D-Rose, Toppin, and three first-round picks? Don't forget Evan Fournier, salary matcher, Joseph <laughs> Huge didn't part of that it. deal I, just, of I purposely did not type his name out. Uh, early poll results have yes, leading no, 63% to 37%. Mm. As far as that? As far as would they be in favor of that trade sending Zach to the Do Knicks? it. That's what they're saying.
1: Do it. And again, that, from what I'm just reading right there, it's not the Bulls holding this trade up. Yeah, It's, it's Quentin Grimes holding this trade up. That's on the Knicks. So they're, they're trying to do the deal, but... Uh, Two teams have to do. It takes two to tangle.
2: I think it's interesting to think about this from both the Bulls' perspective and from the rest of the teams. I mean, how much are you operating out of FOMO here? Do you feel like everybody's gotten better, we need to do something? Because that's kind of how I felt this offseason. I'm a little less anxious to get something done just for the sake of getting something done because Uh of where the Bulls are in the standings. Uh But you look around the rest of these teams, maybe the Grizzlies do feel pressure. To throw in an extra first round pick for OG. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Warriors do make this uh, expand this into a four team deal that would get them OG and they could send Kuminga and Moody to the Raptors. That would mm-hmm. make all the salaries match. So there's a lot of interesting moves that can go on. And I think the closer we get to 2 p.m., mm-hmm. the more teams make moves around you, yeah. the more the price goes up on some of these other players. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like his ideology right there. Yeah, man. We'll
1: see. Uh, Quinn, can Quinn Grimes be the reason? That they don't get this. That would be interesting to me. That would be very, very interesting to me to see.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, we've got a uh, super chat from The Light. We'll read this, talk about it, and then we'll take our first quick break. Uh, If The Light with a super chat saying, if we trade Zach, how do we come across another Zach? We may have issues with him, but Zach is actually really good. What are the odds? I assume you mean, you know, what are the odds we find ourselves another one? That is a fair question and a fair point that those not in favor of trading Zach away Mm -hmm. can make. Um, I I mean, if you rewind back to breaking up the three alphas, which of course was mostly about deciding to trade Jimmy Butler and not keep him and build around him, people say, well, okay, how do you find yourself a player that good or close to that good? Zach like Levine that. turned himself into an all star, like Jimmy turned himself into an all star. Yeah. And Zach came from that trade. Mm-hmm. If you do this again, you're starting over. Where is your next star coming from?
2: Mm. I don't necessarily think you are starting over. And I don't know. Did you say you want to take an ad break before we get into this?
0: No, I was we can talk about it for a little bit and then take an ad break. Okay. We got two Great. hours. So we <laughs> got even more two time. Two hours today
2: <laughs> to fit in our ad breaks. I, I think. Obviously, you are losing the high-ceiling player here, right? Like, Zach, in theory, elevates you and your organization to a higher level Mm -hmm. than if you replace him with Evan Fournier. Yeah. But does something about adding Fournier and a young player or two with upside allow you to stay relatively as competitive? And let's be real, they are a play-in team right now. It doesn't seem like they're getting any higher than that. It seems like even best-case scenario is that they – probably get to the first round mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like they have a chance to win. So mm-hmm. what are you really missing out on by trading Zach Levine is that mm-hmm. higher ceiling. Mm. And if the ceiling isn't high to begin with, then maybe it does make sense to start thinking of alternatives. If you're to trade Zach, you bring in a shooter and a young player, you still have DeMar, you still have Vooch, you still have Caruso, and maybe you add a little bit more shooting in the forms of in the form of Grimes and Fournier, all of a sudden you're relatively as competitive the floor is probably the same the ceiling isn't as high but you're also replenishing all the draft picks that you sent out to go get DeMar to go get Vooch to go get Lonzo and I think it just it raises your floor down the line too to where you can maybe get an extra hit in the draft or you can parlay those picks into another good player right maybe they decide to see how it goes with DeMar and Vooch for the rest of this year, if Zach is gone and Mm -hmm. then move those guys and really like accelerate the rebuild. Mm -hmm. But I wrote this a couple weeks ago and I still believe it's true. If the bulls do decide to go in the opposite direction and rebuild just because it went poorly last time does not mean that it's going to go poorly this next time because you're setting yourself up with additional draft capital, which the bulls did not do last time. And you give yourself a chance to, develop players under a new front office, and management team. True. Um, I don't think the Bulls... I mean, you can talk about what they got back for Jimmy Butler in that trade specifically, Mm -hmm. but the fact that they didn't make any other moves with the exception of Nikola Mirotic for a first-round pick that turned into Chandler Hutchison. They didn't make any other moves (laughs) to accumulate draft picks to try to get better. The only thing they did was try to raise the value of their own pick. Right. And what we're seeing in today's NBA is you need to do way more than that. Mm. And if the Bulls were to trade Zach today, it would be for probably three times as much as what they got for Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. And that just sets you up really well for the future.
1: And I like that answer because it answers uh, a side question someone might have with saying like, isn't this the same thing for Jimmy? Like, you thought that he would be here and the Bulls would just be a team that's make, barely making the playoffs and, you know, barely getting the 500, keeping him here. But I like how you broke that down and explained it right there. Like, it's a little bit better because of the capital you can get back this time. Yeah,
2: I mean, you're kind of in that same position now. Correct. Right? Correct. Except for you don't have your picks. Mm-hmm. So if you can stay in the same position, albeit with the lower ceiling, and start to really load up on future draft picks, I mm-hmm. think that sets you up really well. Obviously, I think I said this before, the optics of trading Zach – if he hasn't demanded a trade, aren't great. You just sign this guy to a max contract. He's a two-time all-star. But the Bulls are in a position where they have to not operate out of fear that they're going to give the Magic the fifth pick. They cannot operate out of fear of what the optics would look like if they traded Zach Levine. Mm. They have to do what's best Mm. for the franchise right now and moving forward. As the front office, you have to weigh those and do whatever you have to do to set yourself up Mm. for the future. I think this could be a move that does that, Uh, not necessarily, but as we talked about with some of these other teams, the clock is ticking. Teams want to make the playoffs. Teams have a ton of draft picks and a ton of young players that they can move. Maybe you find someone who's a little desperate and you get as much as you possibly can out of them. I think that's not the worst outcome in the world. Uh, All right,
0: let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll get to plenty more of y'all's comments, thoughts. we got a couple more Super Chats to get to got nearly 700 people hanging out with us watching on deadline Ooh. day shout out to all you diehard bulls fans out there who are in the middle of theoretically a work day it is thursday <laughs> at 1 30 in the afternoon bless all y'all's hearts yeah. for hanging out with us hit the like hit, hit it. that thumbs up button make joey happy make Hit the like. i love that hit the like on youtube yes yeah. Almost at 25K subscribers. Almost at 25K subscribers. Oh my gosh. Hit them subscribe. The 25K like on our deadline, deadline. special. Asshole. Get them thumbs like going up. Subscribe. Get them
1: thumbs up. Ooh, you y'all get the what... 300. wheels going to sing a song. <laughs> you know what gets my thumbs pointed up, Dave? I did not agree to that. You already sang one with me? Come on.
2: It's another song.
1: That was. It was a song. I'll sing it with you. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll do it
2: together. We'll talk. We'll talk.
1: Wheel and Big Dave duet. <laughs> Cover that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: I was just asking you if you knew what gets my thumbs pointed up.
1: Oh, it's segue time! Oh yeah, we'll get your thumbs pointing up, Matthew. Meat Almans? sticks. Meat sticks. Obviously, meat sticks
0: get meat sticks get two thumbs up. Especially those delicious meat sticks from Green Ridge Farm, a oh, Chicago man. local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. <laughs> Makers of all-natural deli meat sausages and those famous, delicious meat sticks, mm-hmm. perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches, stressed-out trade deadline day snacks. These all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. Plus, with 16 grams of protein per stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack. Maybe Mm. after the deadline passes and you're all high-strung, you need to get the blood pumping, get yourself an afternoon workout in, then grab yourself a Green Ridge Farm meat stick. Yeah. If you haven't tried them yet, y'all, seriously, you don't know what you're missing. At all. They are delicious, made from uh, recipes generations in the making. And being all natural, they deliver a fresh and all and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section of Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Yeah. And right now, if you shop on their website, greenridgefarm.com, and place three of their items in your shopping cart, Trace. add a pack of meat sticks to your order. At use them. promo code CHJOE at checkout. Those meat sticks are free! Yeah. Free meat sticks. Best three words put together. With promo code CHGO <laughs> at greenridgefarm.com. Yo, somebody
1: said, My patience can wait. <laughs> Tune in. I love it, man. Oh, like P A T I P. My patience patients can wait. Yes. Somebody can else wait? said, I'm
3: drinking a beer shaking.
1: Oh, my goodness. God. Hey, man. Hey. I, I cracked an afternoon. Hey, brother. Only man. 30
3: minutes left. We're I'm on with you, stairs. but I
1: ain't no shaking here, but I'm with you, man. It's,
0: uh, yeah, there's no shaking. No but shaking. This, this is one of those crack your first beer at one in the afternoon kind hey, of days. come
1: on right there, sir. Right there. Shout out to Goose Island. Shout out to you. Goose Island beer. Oh, and over here right there, you see that man, Will to Go Gottlieb. And That's you know me. what Will to Go Gottlieb does? He plays golf. And he might tell you that he can't play it, but he plays it better than anybody that you're looking at on your screen right now. I promise you that. It could be a low bar, but it's still better than us. (laughs) And that's the truth. And that's why he needs that Pens and Aces apparel, just like you, because they're the official golf apparel partner of CAGO, and he loves that Pens and Aces gear and gets tons, tons of compliments on and off the course. Family owned golf business, golf and apparel business for you people out there. Guess what they make? Guess what they make? Those amazing polos, mm. those hats, mm. them golf bags, mm. and of course, mm. that world renowned, world famous. Beer Sleeve. Oh, that innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep them drinks a ferocious code the entire round, or if you're Matt Peck, half of that round. Half a round. It just depends on how
0: you're doing your thing. I can only play nine holes anyway.
1: That's <laughs> Sorry, You're tired. Golf. Yes, you can take the miniature golf and still do the same thing, y'all. It still works. So check out PinsonAces.com. <laughs> Use that code CHGO and receive 15% off your first order and get your beautiful self some free shipping. Why don't you? That you- is PinsonAces.com because when you look good, you play good, and when you play good, it's all good. It's all can you good. have hey. an open
0: container on a mini golf course? Good
1: question. Can
0: you do this one? With- on the mini golf course? Yeah. yeah. You just said, you know, if you're not a good golfer, but maybe you want to play some mini golf, but still enjoy maybe that, that I'm beer sleeve. Sure. It might be course to course rules. Pins and aces.
2: Mm-hmm. On a real golf course. Maybe, maybe so certain
0: you know. mini golf courses allow <laughs> you, think you I play? to have an open container. <laughs> <laughs> Only one way to find out. Where's Only the nearest
3: if it's mini, go- mini golf course in Chicago? I mean Joe, you play Goos mini Island. golf?
1: Can you bring? Do you know if you can bring?
3: No, I mean, I don't think. I mean, maybe. It, so what they actually do have now is like they have a lot of mini golf bars. That are like really? indoor, oh, and you wow. go in, and it's like smaller, but the holes are very like. So I did one of these in Australia. Now they're all over the United States, but they're like, mm-hmm. the holes are very like themed and very like you know. There's like a lot of yeah. obstacles, and then you can go there and you can. What drink. you're
0: describing is <laughs> a mini golf course.
3: But you get like <laughs> no, a you, can drink, you can drink, you can drink, you can eat, but it's like the it's more elaborate than just a normal. Like I the see. holes were very, you know, I whatever. I, I got you, Joey. I got you.
0: Themed holes with elaborate obstacles is a uh, is mini golf course. Uh, shout out to Tommy or Tomy who said it's a work day in Finland. Uh, wait, Joey, put that back up. where to go? I was just go? reading it. where to go? Um, 930 go? 9.30 p.m. in Finland. And I believe they were saying that it's uh, cool for them to be able to get to hang out live with them. Nice, man. So maybe you're a responsible adult who's not up in the middle of the night watching both games live. Maybe you're watching them after. There you go.
1: No, tell me about these Laurie marketing. Uh, uh, situations that have happened in Finland. I know you've sat and watched these games over there, sir. would mm-hmm. love to hear more about that, Tommy. Uh, uh, Tommy weighing in
0: with the opinion to say, hey, make that trade with the Knicks. We need to move on from Zach.
1: And also tell me how the Lori marketing and hot sauce tastes to you. Ooh. <laughs> I'd like to know that.
0: Indeed. Uh, quick time update, 1.35 p.m. Central Time. Thank you, Matthew. 25 minutes away from the deadline. Mm-hmm. We have seen also in recent years that that – deadline is not necessarily a hard one, mm-hmm. that maybe the there are certain teams discussing these deals that as they're getting finalized, it trickles past that 2 p.m. Central <laughs> deadline. So we could see some, you know, uh, announced trades that are finalized gets announced after two. Want
2: to know what's great about that? What's hey, that? What's we're that? live till three. We're live
0: hey! till three. We're breaking it down either way, whether You're they make welcome, a move Trish. or not. Say mm-hmm. said
1: that with his chest. He meant that one. Get all this. All of it. This is such a happy day. He's been happy ever since I walked in. Will has been happy. Oh, happy
0: day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When trades were made. When trades were made.
1: Where's Whoopi? (laughs) Get Whoopi in here. Come on, man. I told you a song was coming. Hey. Switched it up, brought in a new guy for the for the band. Ladies mm. and gentlemen, give it up for Matthew Peck <laughs> on the vocals. <laughs>
0: I'm just I'm just I'm just not allowed to dance. I can sing, but I don't know. You
1: can sing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen Will dance. Somebody allow him to dance. I think Will might be able to cut a rug or two. I don't know. Some about him says he can Will, cut a rug. Will doesn't nah. strike me as the dancing in public type. I don't know. But he, I think he can cut a rug, though. I think, you know, he gets around. You know what I mean? Yeah, some, we, proper, some proper things. I must
2: be really mysterious because you guys are just all over the place. with. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. We're, we're going to make up your story. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> That's good. And I'll allow it. I'll allow it.
2: You guys come up with whatever you want to come there up
1: with. There you go. But it all makes you just realize that you're the GOAT. That's all it does, sir, because he is the GOAT.
2: Uh, there was so
1: another
0: that. trade that went down while we were Discussing other trades okay. and possible trades. Uh, Pelicans and Spurs. Spurs making moves. Spurs. Per- Jakob Pertl, now this. Spurs trading Josh Richardson mm-hmm. to the Pels mm-hmm. for Devontae Graham and four second-round picks. Mm. Uh Josh Richardson, a name that came up in one of our hypothetical trades that we've been talking about in recent weeks. Mm. I think it wasn't it Jakob Pirtle and Josh Richardson. Was that proposed trade? That was okay. one of yours, Will? It was. Uh so both of the players both in that trade
2: did get
1: traded. Two expiring deals on the Spurs books did get traded,
2: just not to us. Clairvoyant right, right.
1: Will. <laughs> He's on top of things. Let me talk about that Pertle trade, right? Because I didn't think he would be traded. We yeah. talked about this last time, and I was like, I don't see how they trade him or let him go. I thought that he would be a guy they kind of build around um, going forward. And, you know, because obviously they're tanking for Wendell Yama. I thought they, they would at least keep him just in case that didn't work out. And they didn't get him. They'd have somebody to build around. So that was a little surprising to me that they got
2: rid of uh, How did you feel? Even more surprising was the fact that for weeks now, we've been expecting the Raptors to be the team right. that tears it down to yeah, That was you the know? most surprising part to me. And they went out and sold a first-round pick to go get a guy who's 27 years old and that they're going to have to pay this upcoming summer. So I thought that was really interesting. And again, it speaks to this idea that teams in the East, below and above the Bulls, are getting better. Mm. And where does that leave you if you're the Bulls?
0: Mm. Um, Mm. Stuck? Yeah, and it is interesting. Um, You know, there was that most recent Shams video tweet saying that the Warriors are going aggressively after OG Ananobi. So it's sort of like, well, are, are the are the Raptors trying to add, or if they're, I mean, if they give up Ananobi for probably a lot of draft capital, mm. th- you know, that seems sort of like conflicting ideologies. If they do make that trade, pull the trigger mm-hmm. and, and trade Ananobi away, I don't know.
3: There's a I, probably I a lesson to be taken from some of this too. Like they're one of the best front offices in the league, one of the best, you know, Masai's one of the best uh, executives, and even though they're probably not in immediate contention window, they're like, hey, if this is good value for a good player. Let's jump on that. You know, we don't, we don't, it doesn't have to make sense for this season. But, you know, if that's, if we like that player. Value is value. Right. Exactly.
2: That is the name of the game. Can Mm -hmm. I just say this? I want to go through the teams in the league and Uh see what they've done so far. So Eastern Conference, Celtics made a move. Mike Muscala. Bucks, Jay Crowder, 76ers, Jalen McDaniels, Cavs have not done anything yet. Nets obviously blew up their entire roster. Heat have not done anything yet. Mm -hmm. Knicks traded for Josh Hart. Hawks. Traded for Sidique Bay. Bulls have not done anything yet. That's three teams. Raptors have done something. Wizards made the Hachimura trade a couple of weeks it. ago. Pacers made some moves today. The my Siri just turned on randomly. Hey uh, Siri, what's up? Orlando Magic just traded for Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Hornets traded Jalen McDaniels. Pistons just traded Sidique Bay. Nuggets made two moves. Grizzlies got canard. Kings have not done anything. That's four teams. Mm-hmm. Mavericks traded for Kyrie. Suns. Traded for KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clippers just made a trade. Pelicans just made a trade. Timberwolves. Clippers just made another trade. Timberwolves. Boz Bomb court. just now. Boz Bomb, come on, Matt. Are you ready?
1: No.
0: The, the most talented center oh, wow. in the NBA is on the move, guys. Zubac decor. The Hornets are trading Mason
3: Plumlee to the Clippers. <laughs> oh,
1: Mason Plumlee. That's Man, a, that's Plumlee's
3: are going. That's a good gap for them. Clippers, cool. Clippers are all kinds of active. They just need front court depth. Mm. They run into a lot of matchups for Zubox. And I mean they're kind of similar players, but yeah. it just gives them more you know more options and you that know was some also, playoff series and you know, he's a good offensive player.
2: That was also a destination in one of my fake trades for the Bulls for Vooch mm-hmm. as a center upgrade. So that might be out of the picture now, especially when they brought in Eric Gordon for a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But as I was listening through those teams, the point was only three teams in the East have not made a trade, and the Bulls are one of them. Most of the teams in the league have now had some roster turnover. And for me, more than just value or should they or shouldn't they blow it up or mm. what should – I think that they just need some new blood in there. Mm. Yeah. I think things are stagnant and mean. they need some a talent infusion. Even, the, even a,
0: the Hornets making moves? The Hornets MJ does not care. The The Anderson's got tickets? The Anderson's (laughs) made moves? Uh, Speaking of which, Reggie Jackson being sent by the Clips back to
1: Charlotte for Plumlee. That's perfect place for him, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Reggie in Charlotte. Yeah. He's like green light. Take them shots, Reg. (laughs) He's like, yes, I am shooting. Going up. That's a team that that, trading a guy, even though I love Reggie Jackson, but (laughs) trading him is like we're really trying to win. Yeah, that's what that is, Reggie. You know what I mean? Like, no, dude, get, you got to go. We can't. T- we can't afford and these it, other things. It opens up a spot we for Russell win.
0: Westbrook, who we Correct. haven't mm. talked about yet. Correct the buyout of uh, Russell Westbrook. Jeff in the comments said, "Thank good will, thank God, will isn't my GM." So not everyone <laughs> follows that logic. You Can't make see, everyone happy. I mean, no, you can, and it's so funny to see these comments coming through. We've got so many people in live chat today. Shout out, we got over eight hundred people watching now. People have very. Differing opinions. There are people in the comments screaming, trade Zach Levine, trade him now, take what you can get. And some saying, don't trade Zach for picks. You're setting this franchise back again. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're starting over. Don't want to start over. It's just everyone has different ideas. It's it's wild.
2: Well, can you um, – Every team but the Bulls, the Cavs, and the Heat have made a move. Can you, can you expound for me, though, on
1: the player, if this trade gets made? You know, for the Bulls, like how those players can actually help this team this season, not just as a next season thing, a guy like Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, of course, you know, D-Rose. But how, how can those guys help this team immediately if the Bulls make this trade?
2: So, you know, Fournier is a little bit, um, I'm not sure where he's at. He's been sort of out of the rotation, but I think a lot in large part due to the fact that the Knicks are trying to start to develop some of their their young guys. But if the Bulls retain Damar and Vooch and are anti-tanking because they don't own their own draft pick, he might help you. He might provide some extra spacing and some extra uh, ball handling juice. He's got Mm -hmm. the European connection with uh, Vooch. Those guys are friends. So I think that he has potential to help you at the two spot. Obviously, again, not as good as Zach Levine, nowhere close, but he provides some of the same skill sets. You bring in Quentin Grimes, another Three and D guy, which the Bulls have none of right mm-hmm. now, with Lonzo That's out. Fine. That helps you. <laughs> you true. bring in Obi Top Obi Toppin, who really just never put it together. And I think I've said this before. I'm not a huge fan of his. A little bit older, uh, coming out of the draft, but like clearly it has some talent there. And maybe you can figure out a way to develop him a bit. And then you bring home Derek Rose. And we've been talking about the Bulls needing point guard help. So And leadership. I, mm-hmm. And leadership. So it adds intrigue. It adds, I think, some new excitement um, while filling some holes, quite frankly. I mean, they're not going to be as high end of a ceiling team as they would with Zach, but it does address some of the flaws. And so maybe that does help you. Maybe the sum becomes, uh, you know, more more of the parts than, than the, the kind of style that they're playing right now.
1: Can you tell me quickly where I can buy some uh, ball handling juice? Ball handling juice? Just, just throughout there. Where, mm. where can I purchase um, this?
2: They may have it at the the corner store. Corner store? Okay, down at the
1: market? Yeah, right, after we right. We'll go there 30, after we'll, this? Yeah, we'll have to all go right, check, we'll, it out, we'll yeah. check it out. We'll check it out. We'll
0: check it out. Derek in the comments asking, any chance someone like Vooch or Kobe gets moved instead? We've been primarily talking about whether or not these Zach rumors might happen. I think it's good to think about them, and we can talk about them after the deadline passes. If the Bulls do stand pat, mm-hmm. what that signifies for those two players? Vooch a vet on an expiring deal, about to hit free agency. Right. Do the Bulls not moving him mean that they're going to re-sign him to a new contract this summer? It's
1: a good question. I have a lot of thoughts about it. It's this. either that.
0: It's either that, Ooh. or you're letting him walk for nothing. Yeah, and I, you. And we all know what they gave up to get him. Wendell,
2: whatever, but you gave or up two first-round picks. Or the
1: sign and trade is the third option, I think. Or, sure. or just
2: the sign. I mean, they could end up paying him this summer. Right, you know, they could. And really and then the same thing into this same core, doing the same thing next year, except you're a little bit older. But Mark and I talked about this yesterday on our show. Flex. In in more detail than I'll probably go into now. Goat and the bloke. But The goat and the bloke. <laughs> but the Bulls, even if they just want to bring back the exact same team that they have right now, next year, they're not going to be able to do that while staying below the luxury tax. And we know they're not going to go into the luxury tax, certainly Mm -hmm. with this team. So what do they have to do? They have to make a move. They have to let Vooch walk for nothing or trade one of those guys. And maybe that means a restricted free agent sign and trade for Kobe. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to pay Io, you want to keep Javante, you want to keep Kobe, and you want to keep Vooch, you basically have to go into the luxury tax. Mm. So in order to get ahead of that, you either extend Vooch for a much cheaper number than he's probably willing to take, or you have to make some hard decisions right now. And with 14 minutes before the deadline, mm-hmm. I'm not sure they're gonna do that. So this summer becomes extremely interesting because not only do you kind of lock yourself into the same group, mm-hmm. you're potentially even a lesser version of what you are now because it's gonna be difficult to bring back all four of those guys. Correct, that's true.
0: And uh, Kobe being a restricted free agent this summer, yeah, he's has his recent he's. play convinced AK and Eversley we're going to keep Kobe around and sign him to a new deal because I feel like if they were going to trade Kobe, now was the time. Yeah. Because I mean, he's, pl- he's been balling out for the last month or so. Correct. His trade value, I don't think, has ever been higher than it is right now. Yeah. And some team out there might be willing to say, yeah, we, got, we know we got to sign him to a new contract yeah. and we're getting him as a half-season loaner and then negotiating,
1: but we want
0: him that badly, so we're going to do
1: that. Yeah. If continuity is their thing that they keep saying, then yes, they're, they're going to bring him back. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're not going to make the move for him to make the trade. So I think there's a better – and I think that's the question I want to ask you too, Will. Like, is it, is it a better uh, – uh, not option that I'm trying to say, uh, but Pass. as far as who you bring back, do you see more them bringing back more of Kobe White or do you see them bringing back more of Nikola Vucevic? Because, of course, you can make arguments for both. Or are they bringing back both? But you can make arguments for both. But I think if you get one, I think one the other one is
2: going to be a guy you sign and trade. I think more likely than not, it would have to be Kobe in a sign and trade. One, because they own his restricted free agency rights. So they'll, what they'll do is similar to what they did with Lowry. Kobe, go find yourself a contract from another team. Mm-hmm. We will... Basically, strong arm them into a sign and trade because mm-hmm. we can just match. Um, now, the other team will say, "Bulls, we know you're not going to the tax. Like you, we're not going to let you strong arm us. They're maybe going to give something up, but not as much." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bulls got the lottery protected pick from Portland and Derek Jones for Larry Markinon. I would not expect the Bulls to get mm-hmm. quite as much for Kobe. Certainly, there won't be as much interest in Kobe on the free agent market. But I mean, if you're continuing to try to be good, if you're continuing to try to you know, preach continuity and see what happens with this group, assuming Lonzo can be healthy for the start of next year, mm-hmm. then it's, you got to bring back Vooch. You yeah. just do. And you're locking yourself into another year with the same group, but a lesser version of that same group mm-hmm. because you're losing Kobe and not adding anything
0: and everyone in that group is aging another year where <laughs> yeah. with Vooch and DeMar particularly, you know, Zach is still aging into his prime a little by a little bit.
2: Uh,
1: Joey, can you click that right there? Uh, Tommy talking about the Lowry hot sauce. Cause I sure wanted to know said the Lowry hot sauce. It is really good on wings in the restaurant in Finland. That he he Dude, rocks with it. He I like
0: it. that Lowry has got those sauces yes.
1: distributed
0: to restaurants yes, man. in Finland. He's getting bigger and bigger. My guy's getting up there. Wait, He's probably making all new kinds of flavor. He's an all-star all now. All new flavors. He's got all-star money. Like Buffalo Ranch he's coming out with, man. He's doing it. Um, speaking of forwards slash big men that Bulls fans have some sort of interest in, this is a name that was getting tossed around by certain people. Not anything concretely reported. Okay. But I know Bulls fans have been obsessed with this guy. This is from Chris Haynes just a few seconds ago. Shut out! Atlanta Hawks plan to keep John Collins wow. past the trade deadline. Shocking. League sources tell NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. Uh, Collins, after all of those rumors, radish. stay and put. In Atlanta.
1: Incredibly interesting, man. Everything had him leaving from the moment the season started. Mm-hmm. They had him going somewhere else, man. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hang on to him.
3: That's Not only that, really but they
1: added a player at
2: his position.
3: Right. <laughs> yes, man. So yes. We do have a comment here from Pat who says New York reporter Alan Hahn on ESPN New York Radio saying the Knicks are still working on a significant deal. All right. So.
2: Deals are still being made. Significant deal. That, and if you're if you're what? a team like the Knicks. Not only does a trade for Zach Levine help you get better, Mm -hmm. but it removes one of your, like, potential...
3: Wow. Another trade. Hit me, Joey. Blazers Blazers. are trading Gary Payton... Back to the Warriors. No! Wow. For Four? five, second, five round second round picks. Five second round
2: picks.
1: What is going on
2: This will you know always
3: made? be remembered <laughs> as happening? the year
2: of five second what round picks. And not only on that, on. it's the same five second round picks getting shuffled yep, around right. the league. Oh my God. Oh, but this Gary is Payton wild. was fantastic for right. the Warriors. Fantastic for I them. love this for him he and the Warriors. He was their Caruso. For them. Absolutely. And that means that they're not going to go get Caruso.
0: Yeah, I guarantee it. After, on, on the heels of this Gary Payton coming back. Wow. Here it is. Warriors repeating, y'all. Calling it now. He called Gary Payne was the missing piece. That's he was a, the missing piece. That's crazy. Piece. The missing piece.
1: Dude, Payne. that's a huge deal. Go get deal. him, Dubs. That's a huge Go deal, get him, man. Dubs. Wow. Oh, the West is crazy. Yeah, it is. We'll talk about that when, when all this is. But I, I, I wanted to ask um, both of you guys, actually, because we both, we have sat here and discussed, you know what I'm saying, why the Bulls should make this trade for Zach Levine. What's the argument against that? Why they shouldn't make this trade or how it helps the Bulls in any kind of way to not make this trade?
2: because you kind of owe it to yourself to continue building what you've already built and doubled down on and tripled down on. Mm -hmm. And I think they obviously have hope that not only Lonzo will come back, but that Lonzo will come back and be the guy that they need him to be. And that they need for this bulls team to get back to the way that they were playing. Mm -hmm. They have proof of concept. They did play well. Yes. And so giving up on that, I I think would be a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. You also run the risk of upsetting your, your ownership group. They okay. may not want to to head down that path. Because of all um, the money they just spent. But, yeah, I, I think the big thing for me is, like, you just you take yourself out of the running. And I don't think anybody has an appetite for another complete teardown. Now, this proposed deal that we've been talking about with Fournier and Grimes, maybe that doesn't make you quite as bad. Mm-hmm. And I think, in fact, it helps you stay competitive at the very least while adding younger players to develop and mm-hmm. a lot of draft picks. True. But... You just signed this guy to a five-year max contract, the first and most expensive max contract that Jerry Reinsdorf's ever given out. It's a fact. The the (laughs) optics of it, I think, are just too—it's too tough of a pill to swallow. Mm. And that's why I'm not expecting anything to happen in the next eight minutes. Mm. Eight Eight minutes. Eight minutes. So, what deal do you think the Knicks might be working on then? I think they're working on that deal, but I don't think it gets done. Okay. All right. All right. Goat has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. Take it to the Um, however. I will say again the. The part that is, I don't know, confusing to me, that is, um, I hesitate to use the word upsetting, but sort of like dumbfounded by this Mm -hmm. concept that they can go through last trade deadline when they were actually good and had a chance to put themselves over the top, they didn't do anything. This summer, not knowing what the status of Lonzo was going to be after he went basically Double the amount of time, mm-hmm. and then was ruled out for the rest of the season, and then now when things continue to be on this same path, you, you you've said a couple of days ago that you're going to evaluate everything from last trade deadline. Mm-hmm. How can you look at this team and say we're on to something here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We owe it to ourselves to keep on keeping on with this group, mm-hmm. um, even if it's a fringe roster move, even if it's like something that gives you help now, like. I've said this before. I don't necessarily think that we've seen enough to warrant continuing to invest draft capital into this group. Okay. But they they need to do something, especially with how much better the Cavs got, how much better the Hawks got this past summer. Mm-hmm. And now all these teams are making additions, not subtractions, but additions right. to help their stock now. I don't see how the Bulls can can let this happen around them, to let the landscape of the East continue to get better mm-hmm. while you continue to do nothing. I think that's mm-hmm. that's where I think it gets really tricky. And um, like I've said before, I'm not sure that this is the best time to make any giant splashes, whether it's Zach or uh, even a smaller move. Mm-hmm. But if you go into next season with this same group, I think you are significantly hamstringing yourself. And probably you just have... Uh, a false idea of what this group can be. Mm.
1: And it's funny because I give them I gave them a pass at the trade deadline last year just because of how many unknown questions there sure. were. Uh, you know, with Patrick Williams' injury, with Lonzo's injury, they had no clue what was going on with that and thought he'd be back. And that's why I would think they were like, well, even AK said it himself. Like, he thought, AK, he, thought he was coming back. And he was like, well, that's like acquiring, you know what I'm saying, a pickup in, at the trade deadline. That's how he, you know, kind of referenced to it because he thought he was coming back. So I understood that. But to go into the season knowing the flaws that you had, knowing the shooting that you were missing, knowing the interior defense that you needed, and then say we're going to evaluate that come this trade deadline, there's, there's little room for the excuse on this one or little room for the wiggle room that I was giving out last year. On this one, you know what the problems are. You know what it is. You know what Lonzo's issue is. Mm-hmm. You know what the issues of the team are. So, yeah, you have to make those moves to try to get it better. And for me, it wasn't even – if you're not going to get the guys that we think you need, like as far as shooting and uh, uh, defense is concerned, you have to pick up somebody that's going to help this team. You know what I mean? Even get to the playoffs. That, right. is, that is clearly the goal. So if you're going to do that you're not make that move. you just
2: end up getting better by doing nothing. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. Out. You have to do something. Get someone to help move this along. So the fact that you can come this close and still look like you're not going to do anything, then I can definitely understand the frustration of Bulls Nation out there for sure.
0: Speaking of not do anything, uh, this from Knicks reporter for uh, SNY, okay. Ian Begley, just minutes ago. Hit me on Zach Levine. Knicks communicated to someone earlier this afternoon that a trade for Levine was highly unlikely mm. to happen. Mm. Mm. Highly unlikely. So highly. you're telling me there's a chance? Me there's a
1: chance. It was what, out there. What was no, all that I'll one in a this. million talk?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this um, I don't think this precludes the Knicks and the Bulls from revisiting these conversations. Precludes, the you heard them? Right. We we saw what happened a couple years ago when the Bulls were sniffing around Lonzo at the deadline. Yeah. And they didn't do anything. Well, they went and tampered and got him in the next offseason. So mm-hmm. not to say that this couldn't happen, but uh, seems like it's unlikely now with 3 minutes to go here. Mm,
0: 3 minutes to go. Guys. 3 minutes to go. Speaking of which, we've been uh, coming down to our our first of our first hour of our 2-hour long first NBA hour trade today. special. We've got over 1000 of you out hey, there in Bulls Nation watching along. Appreciate that. Appreciate every one of you for hanging out with us. Oh no, that's amazing. Weekday afternoon. Y'all. People love the trade deadline, y'all. We do. They man. Love I love the trade deadline. It. Christmas time. Um, there's Make over 1000 the of you watching. How about some of you who have more recently arrived, hit, it, hit that thumbs up button for us. Yeah. Hit as those like as Joey just showed you, we like
1: likes. Yeah, we, we enjoy like likes, likes? A thousand watching, what, and 300 likes? Well, we can do better What,
0: what is guys. something we can offer if we get above 500 likes? We're at already 375 right now.
1: I mean, I already hit the vocals, man. You know what I'm saying? Joey, right. what you got for the people? What? What you got for the people? You heard me. What do you think we <laughs> should offer <laughs> <right>. our viewers? <laughs> Here we go. Here we
2: go. Incentive. All right, you
1: ready for this? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: if we get to 500 likes, hmm Oh shit, we're already 421. I will. uh uh-huh. Kick myself in the head. What? You can kick I've yourself in the you head? I can do it. It's, my, it's the only thing I have to offer. What do you what would you says, rather see me do that I or say that. the alphabet backwards I w- really fast? Okay, we're okay, at, I'll take that we're at 444. I don't want you to kick in the head. Well, it's not going to be like a terribly <laughs> violent, you know.
1: Yeah, but still, I don't want to take that risk, Joe. We still That's need fair. you for the. I mean, hour. I have been,
3: you know, so, so subjecting like I've been very vulnerable to nosebleeds with the with the dry weather so it's definitely a risk but yeah, <laughs> down. Don't, don't do that uh, quick update from Mark Stein who said
0: Christian Wood indeed staying put in Dallas there was a lot of rumors around him after that Kyrie move was made mm-hmm. Chris I see you buddy in the comments I don't want to take a shot of Malort I don't want that to be insensitive. We, no we, 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 we could do that, that. Um, we could do that okay it's gonna need to be more than 500 likes though Yeah, I ain't taking a shot of Malort in 30 likes from now thousand not, likes not thousand happening likes. I'll if take we get a to 1,000, I will take a shot we'll of the Lord. We'll
1: all do a shout of the Lord. 1,000 likes. 1,000 likes. Alluded. I'll take um, a poll. I'll Kevin take a taking big Also, shout out
0: to Jason, who, as Bulls fans are ne- getting themselves ready for disappointment, said that the best thing about the Bulls is CHGO. Thank, Thank you, you, Jason. You we much. love you, man. 30 seconds,
1: guys. Oh. 30, 30 seconds. seconds. the countdown in front of us, it's Kev. Down, it's on the way. The countdown is Here on. Here we go. Oh, 20 seconds, guys. Now, it's true that these deals could still be finalized and then come out right. like after the trade deadline, correct?
2: Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, as long as they're sent into the league office but have not yet been approved, they can be approved after 2 p.m. But typically... You know, you're not gonna see a bunch of moves start to filter in.
0: Two PM PM. Central Time. There it is. We are done. As of right now, no tweets about the Bulls making any deals. Like you were just saying, we could get something in the coming minutes, but likelihood of a last second deal going through, especially if what we were banging on was Levine to the Knicks. Yes. And a reputable Knicks reporter calling that highly unlikely. Highly it looks like what a lot of us expected, a lot of us probably feared, a lot of us didn't want to see happen, mm-hmm. which is this Bulls front office Stan and pat at yet another NBA trade deadline as the Bulls are two games under 500, approaching the All-Star break.
1: All right. Mired in mediocrity. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to need another beer. He's going to need another beer. And honestly, I don't think a trade was going to get you out of that mediocrity, to be real with you, bro. We don't even have the the hat throw thing on here. It's only in the post game. (laughs) See, this is why I put the hats there. I knew this was coming. I I, I was like, nope. No matter what, if they made a trade or not, a hat was being thrown today, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. It was going to
2: happen.
1: Breeze. A lot
3: of people are suggesting that AK and Mark Eversley are... Seriously, Gar Packs wearing some sort of disguise or mask. Okay. So really, I'm yeah. shocked. Yeah. Okay. okay. uh
0: you know here what? he comes. I was going to ask if you you we were going to take an ad break first, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. but
0: yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I've been seeing that a lot recently, and shout-out to our pal one. Hayes you from- Bring Matt one. Bring yes, Matt please. One, please. I mean, Thank what, you, Kevin. Th- was the sound of a crunkling empty beer not <laughs> Keep <a signal>? going. <laughs> <laughs> shout-out to our guy Hayes from Locked on Bulls. Shout-out, Hayes. Chicago Bull Central. He had a video that I saw this morning- saying, y'all comparing A.K. and Eversley to Garpacks already and calling them even worse need to stop, need to chill, need mm. to look at the facts, and keep, uh, and quit forgetting history so quickly. Yeah. Can we be frustrated today because nothing happened? Yes. yes. Can you direct some of that frustration to this front office pair of Eversley yes. and Arturis who you. designed this very obviously flawed roster? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Thanks, Kev. That's our guy. Kevin Kadick, The hair is amazing. However, do not get it twisted. You know who I'm most mad at today? Oh, Lord. You know who I'm most mad at every day? Here it comes. The people who own this team. All right? They're the ones who make all the final calls, all the final says, and they're the ones who have hamstrung this front office just like they hamstrung the previous front office. We, we keep talking about all these potential midseason trade deadline trades with the ca- caveat of Well, we know they're not going above the tax line. Well, we know they're not going above the tax line. You want to be mad at someone today? You can be mad at AK and Eversley for building this roster at the beginning of this season. A couple of months into the season when it looked like this roster still had the same flaws that caused their demise last season. You can be mad at them for that. If you want to be mad at someone today, be mad at their bosses. Because they are the same people who have made this big market organization operate like a cheap mom-and-pop shop organization for not years, but freaking decades, OK? Decades. That's who I'm fed up with today, It's who I'm fed up with all the time. Yeah. I start to realize and look at the reality of this organization and why we've been mired in mediocrity since the dynasty ended. It all goes back to the same people, y'all. Every damn time, regardless of whatever we're talking about, who signs the checks? Who signs the checks? Who signs the checks? Who signs the checks? Hat. There you go. <laughs> so sick of it.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask you over under how many hats he would throw after that, but I how saw the trade machine so smoking. So that's yeah, the, two. The machine. So, it's only been two.
2: It was smoking. It was mm-hmm. hot. Only been two. So Bulls, Dave, calves, Reactions, Heat. Only ones who didn't make heat, a move. The Heat did make a move. They, they shipped oh. out uh, Dwayne Dedman.
1: Right, they did make that spot. move. That is
2: correct. So, so Cavs bull and, and Bulls and, and to be the Cavs. the Cavs, they just traded everything they exactly. had to trade. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: And they're very successful this season. I don't know if you guys saw him drop 71 points on the Bulls, but yes, they're very successful this season. Um, reactions. Slightly disappointed. When say just all the way mad and angry about it. Slightly disappointed. I wanted to see something happen, especially after the Zach Levine talk comes exactly, up. Exactly, exactly. I think that's what really did it, Joey, Like is, is hearing that talk and hearing that trade. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's a trade you make. Do that right there. So the fact that that couldn't get done, but then even hearing it was highly unlikely or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The fact you put that in my ear, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I should do that. Then that lets me down right there that they couldn't do anything. I don't think they could have made a trade that was going to raise them and just like, okay, this team is now going into the top six, no doubt, as far as playoff teams are concerned. I think regardless of what you did, you were still going to be a play-in team. That was going to happen for the Chicago Bulls. But I agree with what Will said. You still needed some new blood. You still know what you needed. And you know what you have needed before the season started because we talked about this continuously. You want to talk about continuity? We've been talking about that from the beginning. The shooting is what is incredibly necessary. The interior defense is what was incredibly necessary for this team. But the fact that none of those moves were made in that offseason and then none of those moves made at the deadline is what's frustrating because you see the problems. I always liked AK and Eversley because always felt like they had their finger on the pulse of the team and they understood what was going on. This hits that kind of uh, feeling and ideology right there. This puts a dent in that feeling right there because you know what you need. You saw it. We're looking at it every single night. You can look at the numbers and see it every single night, what they're missing. And it is damn sure that three-point shooting, hard, even more than the defense because the defense (laughs) has been pretty good over these past 10 games. But they can't do that with the three-point shooting. There is no team in the NBA I don't care where you're looking at them. No team in NBA is going to find deep success without three-point shooting. That's just common sense. And the fact that you don't make a move to get that, and we don't even hear about a move that you would make to get that. The only thing we've heard about was Zach Levine making that move. I'm just talking about a regular move, a simple one. Hey, man, the Bulls tried to get Luke Kennard. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, the Bulls tried to get Eric Gordon. Like, try to get me some shooting. Try. Put in the effort for it. That's what I wanted to hear about. So now I'm interested in hearing this press conference, as I know you are, Will, and I know you are, Matt, and Joey as well. I'm very interested in hearing this press conference and how they break this down, man, because to walk away with nothing, knowing what your team definitely needs, this wasn't just going into a trade deadline saying, man, dude, we we just need to do something. Like, something just needs to happen. No, you knew definitely what the hell you needed. The Warriors knew definitely what the hell they needed. They were lacking in that defense. They knew it, and so what they do, they go get Gary. They get the man that was there for them last year and make that move. Yes, that's what we needed. Oh man, we 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 don't want with the Clippers. Like, dude, we need to make these moves too. John Wall shouldn't be here. He's not helping us. Let's get rid of him. Let's bring Eric Gordon in. You're watching these teams make competent moves, and I'm I'm just talking about the competency of it because you know what the hell your team needs. So not getting what your team needs, still standing on that. That's the frustrating part about
2: it. I'm done. I think this is uh, a pretty pretty close to disaster, I think, for the Bulls. I've said before, I don't expect anything major Mm -hmm. to happen at this deadline. But as I said before, there's no way that you can watch this team, what they've done for 53 games Mm -hmm. this year, Mm -hmm. five games in the playoffs last year, and 23 games after the deadline last year. And say we're going to take the big picture approach. We're going to look at what we have had since then because that's basically been the team you've had, right? It's yes. since Caruso and yes. Patrick came back. Yes, you haven't had Lonzo. That's the group. Yeah, you've seen a full year of basketball games from this group, mm-hmm. almost a hundred games. And you know what the flaws are. We yes. talk about them every night, all the time. And you don't do anything to address them. Exactly. I don't blame them for not wanting to blow it up. Right. I don't blame them for. You know any like we don't know the details, maybe the Knicks were the team that held up that deal. Yeah. <laughs> who knows, but there are always moves you can make. there are always moves you can make to get better, whether it's re- uh, recovering some draft capital or helping you on the basketball court right now. yeah uh, to do nothing, especially while all these other teams are getting better. Yeah, I think is unacceptable and really. Close to, I mean, this is a disa- yeah. disaster for the Bulls. They're going to be they're worse right now than they were yesterday, mm. and they were already pretty bad yesterday.
1: And and what's wild is now when you're saying the Cavs and the Bulls are the only ones that didn't make moves, but the fact that I can look at the Cavs and tell you exactly why they didn't make any moves because it doesn't behoove them to make those kind of moves. Oh yeah, we're dropping words today because it did not behoove them to make those kind of moves because of where they are in the standings right now. They're very successful. They're okay. Their team chemistry is great. You know, anything they would add to it, I mean, would just be some gravy. You know what I'm saying? But the Bulls, you know what they're missing. You know what they need. You know what has to happen for them, and they didn't get it done, and they couldn't do it. Um, I don't know what's left as far as the buyout market is concerned, or signing guys like that. I have to look at that. I'm sure Will can break that down yeah, let's, much better. Let's get into that. Let's get into that and find that out, but outside of that, man, they they didn't they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Matthew Peck.
0: It's it's uncanny how every time gearing up for a free agency summer or an NBA trade deadline, I tell myself Bulls ain't probably gonna do shit because mm-hmm. that's bulls bulls gonna bulls and every time it comes to fruition i'm still this disappointed i was telling people all week long. i was like they ain't making any deals tell yeah. myself telling anybody that would listen they're not making any deals nobody bulls to make- gonna bulls and it still just hits you like a ton of bricks every time mm-hmm. because you're forced to face that reality of how this organization operates and it's Freaking infuriating! Mm. I, I mean, a, a a Phoenix Suns team, small market, just had a transition of power like t- forty eight hours ago. <laughs> they orchestrate a trade to get Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. They give up all this assets, all this you know, all this stuff to add one of the best pieces of talent in the NBA to an already stacked roster. Yeah, Booker, CP three, all eight, and all the pieces they have. Mm-hmm. And Bulls fans have to sit here and be like, the Suns can do that? The Suns with an owner who's been on the job for all of two days can do that? Got tickets. Why the F can't we do that? Why can't we ever do that? It's just, ugh. God, it's so frustrating. And I'm sick of feeling this way. Every time we get one of these mid-season or off-season countdowns, Waiting for, what are the Bulls going to do? What are the Bulls going to do? We hear rumors. We hear reports. What's going to happen? Maybe Zach Levine traded the Knicks for a big haul. Mm -hmm. Nope, nothing. Predictably, like always, nothing. Because this shit organization is the same shit organization it's
1: always been. (laughs) Thanks for keeping that mic right there. I just want to let that sit. You want to let that sit? Let that sit? Let the people marinate on that for a second? You know? We appreciate y'all feeling how we feel also, man. We, I'm seeing y'all in the comments, man. About all the things Laura, you're I didn't, I didn't believe Cowley. I, not to say
0: I didn't believe Cowley specifically. Uh-huh. I didn't believe that those reports of Zach and the Knicks, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought it was very unlikely. I thought that the Bulls weren't going to do anything today. What I was trying to explain is that even knowing that I thought nothing was going to happen today, mm-hmm. I still feel like this, which sucks. Yeah. Even knowing it was coming, you know it's coming, and it still hits you like a ton of bricks because because again, you
2: deal with it every freaking time. Yeah, and again, you don't have to trade Zach Levine to make a move. You can do something on the margins, on the fringes that they should have done last year. They should have done this summer. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I think we're starting to see now is the point of bringing in a new front office regime was to rehabilitate the image of the Chicago Bulls around the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. With Jim Boylan and Gar Pax Hey! Come on, over man. Over their last two years, they became <laughs> somewhat of a laughingstock around the league. Uh, and Arturis cleaned that up quickly. Where's my neuralizer? But we're back to that again. I mean, people are joking about the Bulls being one of two teams that didn't make any moves. Yeah. I and, mean, and to, one, to who be... And didn't make uh, any
1: sense that they didn't make any moves.
2: To be... In the same place you were when you traded Jimmy Butler, slightly worse off, mm-hmm. but without draft picks. How, how can you be okay with that? Again, don't have to trade Zach Levine. Don't have to trade all your future draft picks to Correct. go get Kevin Durant. Correct. But there are moves to be made. Correct. We saw it because 28 other teams did it. Right. <laughs> you got to do something. Because, like I said, right Fire. now they are worse than they were yesterday, and they were 26 and 28 yesterday. That's <sighs> true. And they were the ninth seed. It's true. And you got teams behind you getting better. You got teams in front of you getting better. And you are, like, Still right Lonzo's there. not the trade deadline acquisition. Right. right. Like, that, that, that's not happening. No. No, this
1: <sighs> this this press conference from our is is, is going to be one to check out, Bulls Nation. And our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, will definitely be in the place to be. For the, for that interview, man, but it it's definitely one that I'm sure, Matt, you too will will be looking forward to hearing, and so we'll be bringing you that cover. We'll cover that as well. I mean, during that pregame of the Chicago Bulls, you've heard one NBA press
0: the conference, tonight. you've heard them all, mm, but I, I mean, need to hear this one. Well, yeah, I nah, mean, I'm this is the one I'm, I need to hear. I'm looking girl. forward to hearing it. I got to hear this because it gets harder. To explain the inaction every time there's inaction. Yeah, correct. I um, need to hear it, man.
1: Continuity. I need to hear this.
0: If I hear the word continuity in the first sentence or two of him speaking, what I'm going to jump through one of those glass windows. Oh man, on the, on the third floor of our office. All right.
1: Don't I like that. how everything has to do with you ending yourself before you do a game. I don't have any other answers right now, Dave. <laughs> yes, you do. I mean, you could hit over, knock over a table. You know what I mean? You take can punch something. Take a something. shot of Malort. Yeah, you can do those things, man. By the way, again, 1,000 likes, guys. We all taking uh, shots of Malort. One, get us to 1,000 likes. We're at 530 right now. Get us to 1,000. You'll see us all take a shot of that trash uh, called Malort. <laughs> um, you know
0: what could trash, be Kev? <laughs> a fun distraction from the way we're all feeling in Bulls Nation today? I don't. He's making some same-game parlays on tonight's oh, NBA action. Oh,
1: look at this man right here.
0: <laughs> Today's episode, the deadline special brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand oh. with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly nice plus for a limited time all new and existing customers uh-huh. don't forget about you existing customers uh-uh. can get a no sweat same game parlay what does yeah. that mean it means go to the DraftKings sportsbook app opt-in place the same game parlay on any of tonight's nba action and if it doesn't hit you get a bonus bet back, back. put down a parlay parlay doesn't hit miss it by one aw shucks no biggie. Mm. bonus bet back Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, and don't forget to use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to cash in on that amazing offer of a $5 bet on an NBA game, getting you $200 in bonus bets instantly, (laughs) only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: I love how my friends are all all sick of me talking about Matt Thomas. This is the best. (laughs) What are you talking about? Did. It's been at least 12 minutes no, since you made like, most no. <laughs> Cause he Because I was talking to Phil I was like, man, they did nothing at the deadline. I was like, they need Matt Thomas. He was like, please, Dave, not now. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. <laughs>
3: not like oh,
1: this. Oh, man, dude. Uh, but I, yes, but instead of walk. that, while Matt go does what he does, and hopefully not dr- throw himself <laughs> through a window. Joe, can you make sure Matt doesn't throw himself through a window, please? I right, appreciate you, man. But- I just said I need Joey to do that. I don't know you. You got new shoes on. So can you leave the shoes? I can fit those. (laughs) In the meantime, guys, let's talk about Foco. Because Chicago, you already got the best coverage for your favorite teams out there. This man covers them. So get fitted in the best sports gear around. That is from Foco. Oh, they got you covered, ladies and gentlemen. From Soldier Field to the living room, north or south side, Hoodies, slippers, signs, heads, and everything in betwixt. Get decked out like DeMar. And with the apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles, that is Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Are you? Do you? Well, guess what? Foco's got you covered with the hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So, Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all the non sale items. Use that promo code. It's called CHGO. And get 10% off of your order. Because that is FOCO Foco. Hey! At the same time. Joey, I know there's a bunch of super chats in there, sir. You want you want to run down a couple of those for us? Let's check sure. out the peoples. Let's We're check out the people to see all the super chats that we got popping off right now um okay dupes says
3: this ownership does not deserve fans passion mm. okay mm. Undeserved um, deserve
1: the passion of it damn you already read this one okay we've got one from yeah, ak
3: not mm-hmm. it's not ak mark eversley more so it's reinsdorf it's always been reinsdorf it's a business and this season bulls are back to number one in ticket sales that is profit-maximizing little incentive to make a move.
1: Yeah, like that's been the M.O., you know, from the beginning is, and Matt yells about it all the time. It's the fact that they won't stop it because they're making the money from it. You know what I mean? So why would they change what they're doing when they're still making all the money? No doubt. Uh, Manuel just threw one.
3: He says, wow, what next, guys? And would you rather have Russ or Wall? I'd rather have Russ.
0: Let's, let's, let's <laughs> talk ahead. about that for a sec because sure. the te- the trade deadline has come and gone. The Bulls made no trades. But they could theoretically still be active on the buyout market. Mm-hmm. It would be harder because now your options are limited. You can't add a guy by an uh, on the buyout market from an uneven trade because right. you didn't make an uneven trade today. Correct. Correct. You would have to waive somebody off his current roster. Yes. If they wanted to. Mm-hmm. and there was that report from Chris Haynes last night mm-hmm. uh, that the Bulls are reportedly interested mm-hmm. in Russ if he hits the buyout market, uh, leaving the Utah Jazz after that trade.
1: What do we think about Westbrook? Yeah. i I'd take him. What do you think? Give me. I, I, I'd take him. And trust me, I— all the reasons why you wouldn't take them are all valid <laughs> in all make logical sense. I promise you, this is not a logical sense response that, that I'm giving to you. This is a give me a guy who's a good player and his team needs a good player on their team at some point in time because you're trying to get to the playoffs. If that's your M.O., then yeah, you go get Russell, uh, I always calling him Wilson, Russell Westbrook. Yes, you go get a guy like that. Um, one, he adds the leadership to your team. Two, you know he's adding the rebounding. Three, you know he's getting the sits. Honestly, I think he would help Andre Drummond. I think that would be alley-oops all day long, to be real with you. Um, but, yeah, he, he, will add, he will give you a punch in, in the arm You know, for this team as far as the energy is concerned. Uh, as far as the fast-breaking transition, that's answered right there. That's what he does for you. And for a guy who doesn't shoot or can't shoot and do things like that, He still can get you 15 to 20 points a night. It's still impressive to me. Uh, Not even a great free throw shooter or nothing like that. still impressive to me that he can do those kind of things. But trust me, every basketball logical reason why you wouldn't want him, all is logical and makes 100% sense to me. But to get a guy like that and knowing he can answer your questions at point guard and you're just trying to make a playoff run and you got him for 28 games and then that's a wrap. I would, I would take that risk. I would.
2: Will? I, they need to do something. I've been consistent with that message. They do not have the talent to compete at a high level with these teams that have continually decided to improve themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to do something. Um, I'm not saying Russ is a perfect fit, but he is a talent upgrade. He does a lot of what Lonzo can do in terms of pushing the pace and getting downhill. Um, But he obviously has major flaws in terms of shooting the basketball and defending. So all that to say, it's not a perfect fit. But the Bulls have 15 players on their roster. Mm-hmm. They are $1.7 million below the luxury tax. Yes, That means they would have to cut somebody and clear space somehow in order to be competitive in one of these deals. I mean, why would a team like the Clippers not offer him... More money. Why would a team like the Miami Heat, who couldn't get anything done, anything major done, Mm. not offer him more money? And why wouldn't those spots be more compelling to him? Mm. So Uh, I don't think the Bulls are in the market for Russ. I agree. Realistically. I agree with that. And it's yet another reason why they should have done something, because you can't rely on them to uh, to get anything done outside of that.
1: Even your fail-safe of John Wall, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got traded. Yeah. So, so that's a wrap for you right there. And the reports that we've read about Russell has said he the interests are going to be the Heat or the Clippers. Right. So you didn't even hear the Bulls even in that situation right there. So, yeah, this again, like Will said, this is why you can't sit there and bank on those kind of things, man. It's why you have to go actually make a move and do that. Orlando yes. in the
0: comments pointing out also the Billy Donovan connection, uh, Russ playing with passion and energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter, fact is Russ is a point guard who plays his heart out every night. John in, in the comments saying, Russ will give us playmaking, averaging seven and a half assists per game. We need passing. I mean, you can't deny that seven and a half assists per game off the bench is impressive. Um, here, here, here's my thinking. Talk to me. If they got in writing that Westbrook would only look to distribute and facilitate and never take a shot. Great. Not going to happen. Get me on board. Not going to happen. This man is shooting just under 30% from three this season. Yeah. He's a career 30% three-point shooter. Yes. He is shooting just under 42% from the field. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that that giggle right there. Yes. that's, That's the thing that's keeping me from saying, F it, why not, bring in Westbrook. Right, I understand. This team that is lacking sorely in shooting. He does not help that. Nope. This team that does not have a great basketball IQ collectively. Mm. Russ ain't helping that, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Passionate player? Yes. High basketball IQ? No. I've never thought Westbrook is a high IQ player. He's also turnover prone. Mm. This team has a turnover problem. Is he solving your point guard problems as a guy who's turnover prone? Who takes bad shots? I, mm. Look, I get, Will, you saying, like, this team has to do something, and it does. Um, I just, I do not understand the people who see more positives than drawbacks when it comes to what Westbrook would give this team. Also, complete sieve on the defensive end. This team has enough one-way players on it already.
2: Mm. Again, they're bad, though. They're not a good team. You need to add talent need to add talent. You can't, talent. like, reserve minutes for... For who? Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> Come on. Like, is he, is he they're still... They're not a... I'm sorry. I, I, I know that, like, people think they're going to be good because they have talent. Mm. Um, I know that they should be better than they are. But the fact is that they're not. Mm. They're 26 and 28. They're the ninth seed. Everybody around them just got better. Yep. And the one team that didn't is six games ahead of them in the standings, is 10 games over 500... And is still very talented in the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Um, Who they played tonight. Who they played tonight. Mm -hmm. I think if you, because they didn't make any moves right now, the thing that's even more worrisome to me is that it paints you into a corner this summer (laughs) where you basically have to bring back everybody that you have on your roster right now. But it becomes very difficult to do that without making an additional trade. So, Maybe that means Zach to the Knicks this summer. Mhm. Maybe something else, I'm not sure, but going into next season with the same group, I think would be basically like malpractice. Mm. And uh you know what you know what you are, like you can't continue to trying to jam a square peg into a round hole in yeah. terms of this roster working together when it's clearly not working together. Yeah. Um I get that it's hard to make moves. We don't know what's going on behind behind closed doors. Right. There's always something to be done.
1: Mm.
2: I'll take that beer.
0: (laughs) Chief Fuse, Westbrook can literally only make us better. No. No, that's not. not literally only better. Not literally only better. He is a flawed player. Yeah. And the flaws that he has, I think, accentuate some of the flaws that this roster already has. Mm. I just... I get that he is a former MVP. I get that he can still offer you certain things. At a very impressive level, Four years of but to doubles. say that they're only positive to, to adding Russ to this equation—that's
1: not true. I, I think just, the whole thing is you're moot just points. being
0: biased because
1: you're a fan of Westbrook and want to add him. And I'm a fan of Westbrook, but that's just not true. <laughs> how, how about this? I
3: don't—I don't think Russ is going to have any interest in signing with the Bulls. <laughs>
2: no,
1: we—we we get that. Right. right. We, that's I just been don't, established. i don't understand. That, if you
0: why why can just stay in LA and change from playing on a Lakers court
1: right, to you know a Clippers I mean? court Hawaii. in Miami, that's like right.
3: I don't—I don't even have
1: to right. No, you have change stadiums. Right. Just change jerseys. He can stay with Zach where he is and then still contend for a championship. Right. Like, yeah, I, I would do that as well. I would do those things too, man. Uh, we're going to bring in Mark
0: here in a second. As we bring in Mark, I have to react to this Fernando comment. Glad they paid Zach. Great move. I was yelling about about this to somebody on Twitter today who had that same sarcastic comment. You yelling? No. Yeah. What was their better option? Mm-hmm. Letting Zach Levine walk? Losing Zach Levine for nothing? Yeah. Oh, well, spend that money elsewhere. Yeah, let him walk. He was the best free agent last summer yeah. in that free agent class. Yeah. At least now the Bulls can explore trading him and getting assets back if you decide that you don't want to continue building around Zach Levine in his prime. Correct. You can make that decision, and I think most Bulls fans would come to terms and come to peace with that decision. Correct. Some people want, wanted Zach gone today. They did. But to sit here today and say, oh, yeah. Zach Levine's contract. Glad they signed that. It was the best option of a bunch of not so great options. And if you can't see that, you're freaking blind. Hello, Mark. Speaking of blind, how are you, friend? <laughs> Rocking
1: the MIB got shades, the shades baby. two got days the in a shades. row. Continuity, baby. Continuity. Let's get it.
0: Oh, my God. Let's get
1: it. Drop them bombs, Mark K. Let's get it. I know you got a lot. We know you got a lot of you, sir. Time to go ahead and get your release, sir. Handle your business.
4: Well, I mean, uh, the, the shades here today. Uh, well, the shades yesterday were about doing deals. The shades today are because I've been up for about 12 hours. I'm tired, and I don't want people seeing my uh, the bags under my eyes. But uh, shout out to Pepper's crew and Ernest McCollum in the comments. I really appreciate you guys, for starters. Um, That's being sarcastic. But uh, moving on to other people, I I very much appreciate, um, again, sarcasm. I know you guys are trying to put this on Jerry, and I certainly don't want to absolve Jerry Reinsdorf because he... uh, I I won't share my actual thoughts on Jerry Reinsdorf. But I also don't think we can absolve AK or Mark Eversley here as well because, yes, there are limitations that are put on them as a management team. Yes, they have... uh, you know, they can't go over the tax like certain teams can, all those sorts of things. We understand all that, but that, that, that doesn't preclude you from making a move. Now, beyond that as well, the Bulls are in the position they are right now where maybe they can't make a move based on previous deals that this GM group, this executive group made. So uh, I, I can't just absolve or sit here and say that unfortunately AK is ham- hamstrung by Jerry Ransdorf, that this is all on Jerry, that the Bulls suck because of Jerry. I mean, all of that is true. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of shit to throw around, and I'm prepared to throw it at, at any which way. So, um, uh, yeah, just just frustrated. Frustrated a lot of a lot of things, to be honest with you, at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't absolving uh, AK at all. I think we, we gave him his talking to, as Bill Burr likes to say. We gave, I gave him his talking to a little earlier. Um, and I, like I said earlier, I can't wait to hear this press conference because that's, that's going to be something for me. Like, even if it's just some of the same fluff, I know the Bulls reporters – Will lead. I know. I know that the questions that that will be asked, you know what I'm saying, and presented towards him. So I'm interested to seeing that kind of response because the the luster and the gloss is off now. You know, when you do these kind of things, like that grace period is over. You know, when you do these kind of things and make these kind of moves. So I'm very interested to see this press conference because I I know the questions that are coming at him, man, and I'm interested to hear the answer to him, Will.
2: I'm curious what you guys have to say about this because I think this is potentially the motivation for not making any moves right now. Okay. And I'll just hit my hand. I think this is just horseshit. But (laughs) Shams just said on his show that Toronto and Chicago felt like the East became more open with Durant being traded to Phoenix. Okay. Acquiring Pirtle sent messages around the league that Toronto wants to win now with their talented roster. Including Chicago in that first sentence leads me to believe that part of the reason why the Bulls did not make any trades to add or subtract from their roster is because they think that the rest of the East is, there's more parity in the East now, that they have a a better chance of winning because Kevin Durant is out of there. They have a better chance of making the playoffs or the play-in because Kevin Durant is gone. What's your guys' response to that? Look, all that is fine.
1: You can feel that way all you want. Like, yo, we got a chance. We got a shot. What the hell does that have to do with you adding shooting to the team? You still need that. Regardless, you still need that shit. That's the point I got right here. Great. You feel like, yo, we we can hold on to our guys. You know, we can still make this run. We can still get in the playoffs. It's wide open. Wonderful. I'm glad you feel that way. The glaring hole that you've had before the season started was shooting. It's glaring, all right? So to not address that, you can keep all the guys. Keep Zach. Keep Demar. Fine. Cool. Add me a shooter. That's the point. You didn't address the need of this team. The absolute need of this squad was that, and you didn't address it. That's the point right here for me. Didn't address it today,
0: didn't address it in the week leading up to the deadline. Also, didn't address it this past summer. In the
1: offseason. season, you didn't, you don't, you did not do anything to improve it. Or in the last, that's deadline. the issue. That's the issue for me.
4: Yeah, and look, adding Westbrook as a as a buyout guy, I don't think that's going to happen. But if that were to happen again, is not is not solving that problem either. But like, I wasn't expecting a home run deal. I wasn't necessarily uh, expecting Levine to be traded either. Um, we saw a lot of good role players get moved today uh, for for not like exorbitant prices either. Like, I mean, could you have been involved in a deal for city Bay? Could you have been involved in a deal for Eric Gordon or, uh, you know, whoever it may be, there was a number of role guys moved around. Jakob Pertel was someone that was linked to the Bulls before, he got traded for a reasonable package. Josh Richardson got moved from the Spurs as well. Like that, again, not he's not a shooter per se, but they they help things that this team needs. So it's not just about, about the Levine deal or making a huge splash or really vaulting this team out of like ninth into fourth or something like that. There was never that deal involved, but could you have added pieces to this roster potentially? Obviously, that they couldn't do certain things because of the tax. But like I said before, that doesn't absolve them from doing nothing today. And, and as Will and I t- spoke about yesterday, like part part of doing something today was about improving this team for this season. But it was also looking forward to what you've got coming up in the offseason as well, whereby trying, if you wanted to keep this team intact as it's currently constructed, you're going into the tax assuming you pay Vooch, Iom, uh, uh, Kobe, and Javante market value deals. Now, assuming you you don't do that because we we know all the tax limitations that exist on this team, then you're losing someone or likely going to be losing someone for nothing, I which is just dumb. This. Which uh that, that's a part I can't get past. I guess like Kobe White is a restricted free agent in the off season. He may walk to another team uh, for nothing. Now, obviously, yes, you could resign him. Yes, you could sign and trade him. But that's depending on obviously what he signs for. But if not, if those things don't eventuate. And you didn't trade Kobe today, he could have got something for Kobe today, and you let him go in the offseason, it just compounds the decision not to do anything today. So uh, you know, I know we're talking about it now and it's bad now, but it could look even worse in the offseason is, is my uh my takeaway here today.
0: People several people in the comments pointing out that look, maybe part of that not adding a shooter today, even if you weren't gonna make some kind of giant complete change of direction organizational move, what you know Why couldn't you try and add add some shooting to this roster? People in the comments pointing out, what do the Bulls have to offer the teams want for that team to give up a quality shooter? I mean, when you think about the the players that were most often mentioned as if the Bulls are to trade somebody away at this trade deadline, it was the big three, Mm -hmm. namely Vooch because of the expiring contract, Mm -hmm. Caruso, and Kobe. Mm -hmm. Trading Kobe away to get shooting makes no sense because Kobe's a shooter. Kobe's a shooter, right. Caruso may, might be, I think, the most likely candidate thereof. If you're not going to completely change your team's direction, but you want to add some shooting, Correct. plenty of teams out there were reportedly very interested in prying Caruso away from the Bulls. Tons. And we heard from multiple reports that the Bulls were listening, but that that asking price was for Caruso was substantially high.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it was a couple of first-round picks, or yeah. maybe instead of a couple of first-round picks, it's a, it's a pick and a quality shooter. Right. Because Caruso certainly is part of the Bulls' shooting problems, right? But also, does I mean, does that would that such uh, a move hypothetically today set the Bulls up better if it's you're adding a shooter, a rotation guy who can shoot, and losing Caruso, by far your team's best defense, best defensive player, the Mm -hmm. team, uh, the guy holding your team's defense together. I mean, that uh, that's probably up to each person, each individual's opinion. Sure, but.
1: But to do nothing to address is, is the issue – will always be the issue for me. Right. We can, we can debate that as far as Caruso, like you said, and his importance to the team and, you know, where he stands and what he needs and all that stuff. That's, you can debate all that all day long. You can't debate that you need shooting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what you need on this squad, and you know what you've got to have for this team to even have a chance. If you're going to go to the playoffs to even have a chance – you know what, forget the playoffs. To even have a chance to even get to like a top six seed or something like that. You have to hit threes, you know what I mean? Like, you've got to do these things. And, and I think that's the only argument I have here, and that's the only upsetting thing for me. Everything else, fine. You know, I'll get over, you know what I mean? I'll be fine about all that. But, my God, to, to not do anything, though, as far as the shooting is concerned, knowing that that's been an issue all season, and I would even feel it, Matt, if it was a new issue and you didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if oh, my God, we just started being bad at threes. Mm, Do we look at that? No, I got faith will be okay. You knew it coming into the season what this issue was. You knew it. And you did nothing to address it leading up to this point. You had plenty of time to address it, and you could not address it, man. That's, that's the frustrating part.
2: You had a full calendar year of – data to suggest exactly what you're talking about Dave this is not a new problem Mm. and to sit in front of a podium last week and say that Arturis or earlier this week and say that Arturis is going to take a big picture view of what this team is and what they need and disregard that I mean it's not just that they could have traded Lonzo or uh, Caruso or Kobe I mean they could have traded Javante green for a minimum shooter. They <laughs> right. could have traded Derek Jones jr. Right. And the Portland pick exactly for freaking Corkmas like, exactly. These guys, they're not like untouchable. And I think right now they're in this position where they're unwilling or they just have, uh, incredible sense of belief, which I think is totally unjustified that this mm. team can turn it around. And or you can even bring it back to what Matt has, has been saying,
1: was if you, if you try to get a shooter like Joe Harris, that puts you over and you'll have to go into the tax. But that's my point is, you don't have to like get that.
2: Joe Harris. You could get freaking I for $5 million. You know? I know, it's like I'm, sa-
1: I'm saying even, though, even if it's that point, you can sit there and use that excuse for it. 100%. But I'm saying, like, like you just said, there are many options and just... A wide array of things you could have done as far as shooter's concerned.
2: Ferkin Maz, like you said, is there. You're rostering you that move. four centers right now. Tony Bradley hmm. plays garbage time sometimes. Yeah. Marcus Simonovic has a guaranteed contract, but he can't make it out of the G League. Correct. Uh, there's just roster spots wasting away on the back end of this team. And all those guys are great, but, like, it's just – it's not the way that you run an organization if you're trying to improve. And maybe they're just not trying to improve. I, I, maybe that's what this is, is that they're okay with the play-in. They, mm-hmm. they feel like they've maybe lost a few trades and they don't want to continue to dig that hole. That's fine. And right. maybe that's why they've set such a high price on their guys. Right. But at a certain point, you've got to make some tough decisions, if only because of where they are cap-wise heading into next summer. I, I fully expect Vooch to have an extension done at some point here soon because you can't let him walk for right, nothing. Exactly. exactly. Um, but where does that leave you with Kobe? And then where does that leave you in terms of your roster building? Mm-hmm. You still got the same group going in ne- into next year. Yeah. Right. And even if Alonzo is healthy and at the best he's ever played, that still wasn't good enough last year mm-hmm. when things were great. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has gotten a hell of a lot better. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and so you got Vooch. You got Kobe if you want to keep him around as a quality role player, six-man type. You also got a Deal now with Io, mm-hmm. who and I think I saw and it was Bobby Marks with a tweet about it the other day, after one of the Bulls' more more recent games, Io surpassed that number of starts this season. Mm-hmm. That bumped his qualifying offer up substantially, like by like three or four million, mm-hmm. from two yeah. point something to five point something. So not like mm-hmm. if you're talking about the Bulls still remaining under you know being a you know under the luxury tax team next season and keeping this core in place, you still got problems. Mm-hmm. Go ahead,
1: Marke.
4: Look, just something that I, that I think we all said in the offseason, but to re- reiterate it now, like, you've gone in on a core, but you've sort of half asked it. Like, you, you sent out picks for Vooch, You sent out picks for DeRozan. You obviously made the play for Lonzo. The Lonzo issue is, is what it is. You can't necessarily foresee that. But part of the reason why you, you you trade future picks in the future is that you assume a team is going to be good enough where you feel comfortable mortgaging those things. So, like, for example, the Orlando trade that the, the, the Bulls obviously executed for Vuj, it looks bad in large part because the Bulls have been not very good. If the Bulls could have continued to build, continued to add, and actually been, like, a, a, the fourth, fifth seed consistently in the Eastern Conference, instead of giving away a potential lottery pick to the Orlando Magic this season, maybe you're giving away the, the 21st or 22nd pick, and we're not talking about it in the same way that we are now. So my issue here today is the same issue that, that I uh, had in the off season and, and they're, they're there before as well it's like you've gone in you've made these win now moves but you sort of stopped there you haven't added to this you haven't you haven't really given Vooch uh Vooch Levine DeRozan their best chance to actually succeed as a three-man unit like how do you build this unit uh this combination more generally and to your point Dave without like adding shooting around those guys like when you're bu- building around DeMar DeRozan, how can people talk about these lineups that Billy pulls out, puts out there around DeRozan that doesn't have any shooting? And my, my, my thing of it all every single time is like, where are these, where, where are these shooters that he's meant to be putting off the bench? So like, they've, they've, they've gone seventy five percent of the way in. I guess is my point. But then they sort of just stopped because they either didn't want to commit more assets, or they couldn't go over the tax, or whatever the situation was. But essentially, they just didn't commit to this entire thing they've gone they've gotten to a certain point like and and it just feels like they're just like okay fine this is as far as we can go we'll we'll, we'll half ass so it. we'll get into the playoffs in 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 22 maybe we'll get there in 23 but ultimately it's not really changing anything and we're really not giving these guys their best chance to do anything with it so that's the frustrating thing from my point of view and like the fact that they're 48 and 56 as a team since January 22 and there has been no material changes to the roster like how can you expect things how, how can you expect this core to work or this three man group to work if you're not actively adding things to it just it makes no sense so even if they do believe that there's a chance here with the nets maybe imploding or whatever it might be that maybe they can sneak up the order in the east like how how are you doing that when like will has said like you've done nothing as a group with this group for the last year we know what you are the sample size is huge how can you possibly expect it to turn things around with the group that you have in place it just it's just just makes no sense at all especially
2: when the argument to keep the group together is waiting for lonzo to come back mm-hmm. and a week and a half ago like donovan got up on the podium and said he is quote nowhere close to returning yeah i, th- I think that part of it is exactly. inexcusable the logic is broken and you cannot rely on Lonzo, even if you thought he had a chance to come back this year, even if he was ready to start ramping up, which he's not, which he's nowhere close to. Right. It's going to take two months for him to get going, and by the time that he's ready to go, the play they're going to have missed the play in.
0: Right, and, and just you know. I saw people talking in the comments about, like, well, s- somebody who was saying, hey, man, when Lonzo was playing in healthy last season for the first half of the season, first half, uh, and then some, the Bulls were the number one seed in the East. And then somebody else in the comments pointing out, yeah, but they couldn't beat any of the best teams, which I, like, I, I, I'm on that side of it. Like, yeah, they were the number one seed. They were beating up on bad teams and beating mediocre teams in very close games, where DeMar was Herculean. Great. But – the Bulls could not have been blind to that at the time. Billy Donovan was saying it openly in press conferences. We're not as good as our record says we are. He was saying that. And on top of that, whatever Bulls fans and the media have known about Lonzo in his long recovery process, and then surgery, and then rehab, the Bulls' and then another surgery, inner circle of trust, and then another surgery, and then another re- rehab, the Bulls' inner, inner circle of trust has known more And has known for longer than we have. Anytime we have gotten an update about Lonzo, they know more than we do, and they knew it sooner than we did. And all of these updates about Lonzo making it sound like he ain't ever playing basketball again? That's why the inactivity
2: and the doubling down on the continuity plan is bullshit. And also, it's not like you're living in this vacuum of, like, November and December 2021... Where all of those teams are who they were then. The Celtics were twenty-three and twenty-four until January, and then they became the ninety-six Bulls. <laughs> the <laughs> the Cavs down. got Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> the Knicks have added Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. These teams have gotten better. The Hawks mm-hmm. got DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. The Raptors just added Jakob Pertle. I mean, Jakob. you can't just And the Pacers got Tyrese Halliburton. They were like 7-1 and in the Mm -hmm. last games that he played before he got injured. You can't just rely on we are who we were when, one, you're not getting back to that place because Lonzo's not coming back, and, two, everybody else around you has gotten significantly better. Yeah. And to sit there and know – that the greatest shooter in the world was out there
1: and you did not go get him in Matt Thomas is extra frustrating because he was right there, available. But now that man is over there in Greece doing great things and you could have used him. You see how the Bulls have been since they let Matt Thomas go? Take a look at it. Look at it. The record proves it. You need the greatest shooter in the world. Joey, I wish you had that graphic ready. I wish you had it ready for me on that one, Joey, because I'm going to talk about Matty T. (laughs)
0: <laughs> my god this is, this is where we
4: are
1: yes this, this is where, is we, where are. we are yes mark Kay's head is coming, broken
4: yeah i don't want let, to let's not talk about matt thomas <laughs> i'm already i'm already fucking pissed off please don't <laughs> please don't annoy me anymore yes, but yes. coming back to the continuity thing like why has this team deserved any form of continuity at all like the phoenix suns went to the finals in 22 they sorry in twenty one they they won sixty four games last year it obviously ended abruptly for them their season this season has been off the rails just due to injuries and they just said fuck it we're gonna go and get Kevin Durant I know you referenced that before before Matt but like even other teams like the the, the Clippers have continually added like they they change their roster today the Denver Nuggets haven't necessarily done a whole much like this this transaction cycle I think they added Thomas Bryant for a couple seconds like that counts for something they they. They boosted their center rotation. But even in prior years, they added someone like Aaron Gordon. So like continuity is a thing that's generally reserved for teams that deserve it. (laughs) This team doesn't necessarily deserve it. And even those teams who probably should stay continuous, let's say, have continuously added pieces to their roster. So I I, just from all angles of this thing, there's just no, it makes no sense. So I'm very, very keen to see how AK tries to sell this today. Um, I, I don't think... More generally, he's a great public speaker. He doesn't necessarily let you in on the, uh, you know, what his true feelings are, and maybe that's just him, the way his personality is driven, or maybe that's just him from a strategic point of view. But like, this is a day where he needs to be very clear. There needs to be a lot of transparency, and he has to give some good, tangible answers as to why what has happened today has transpired the way it has. But. I, just in the past, based on what he's communicated to Bulls fans, you know, in, in prior seasons or, or prior deadlines, whatever the situation may be, like he hasn't really given much information away. So wh- I guess what I'm saying is like we're all mad and annoyed right now, but I think there's potentially a, a greater chance of us being even more annoyed in a couple hours' time when he actually does speak. And if he doesn't say anything, or perhaps when he does say something, maybe that'll be even more more maddening. So uh, I've, I'm tipping that we're going to be even even more madder boys uh, in a couple hours' time.
2: I can yeah. tell you what he's going to say. Uh-oh, hit him, He's going to say, we like the group we have. We're on to something here. We're 15-10 and 10 in our last 25 games. Our defense is really strong. Well, guess what? They're getting the luckiest defensive opponent three-point shooting in the entire league right now. So I think you have to put aside some of that and say the the regression is going to come back and bite them a little bit. They're going to say... We can't fully evaluate our group without Lonzo. And I can tell you in a week, <laughs> they're going to rule him out for the season. That's just a guess, by the way. I'm not reporting that. Um, no, I, I, I believe that. And they are.
3: So, sorry, keep going. But I do have. There is a sort of a new wrinkle in the Bulls uh, story here. Hit us. Well, it comes from Matt's favorite guy, Daniel Greenberg, but he's aggregating from boy. David Kaplan. So, according That's to the Mark's Catman, according to the Catman on ESPN 1000. Zach Levine's relationship with head coach Billy Donovan has sailed, and everyone else in the Chicago Bulls locker room is on Donovan's side. Has sailed? Has sailed. Sailed away? Sailed. Yeah. That's sailed what away it seems from being like a sailing. positive relationship? Right. Yeah. What, a weird, what a weird
1: past tense Very verb choice. Yes. I agree with Had, you. I thought you were going to say agree. has soured. Right. Which right.
0: would be a... Logical yeah. word to choose. Has sailed, because sailed. sailed?
1: Think, oh, they're on they're on a boat together. That's nice. <laughs> That's well, look, cool. he, I mean, he bought a yacht with that money. With we know he bought a yacht. Yes, yes. Bought we know nice
0: that Zach had, as of recent reporting, held lingering resentment about the benching from Billy yes. at the end of that loss to Orlando. Correct. We I had also heard of several team meetings after the Bulls losing to crap teams. Yes, including. After one instance when there was a heated verbal exchange yes. in the locker room, yes, that was several players speaking up angrily, and it was directed at, according to those reports, Zach Levine.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happened. It's a thing. And again, is this something that is just out of the clutch playbook? That's just my question right there. Is there something out of the playbook? Of- but why would
3: Clutch want it out there that the whole locker room had turned on Zach?
1: No, I'm just talking about that part like when, usually when they sign a the contract, you know what I'm saying, and they get that contract signed, something happens internally with that player, and then the trade comes right after that, no matter how it goes down. You know what I mean? If he looks nice, if he doesn't, something usually happens, and then that player you know, is traded and that move is made. That's usually how it happens. Not saying that's what's going on here. I'm just asking the question. Because it is interesting to me, but yeah, that's it. You, know, well, you don't want to hear anything I, like if, that.
4: If that was the case, they should have just gone more harder with it. Like you know, the deadline's coming up. If if you, Zach and, and uh, Billy do have a a sailing relationship, if if their relationship is out on sea and uh, you know it's man overboard and any other shitty puns that you want to think of, but like uh, if that really is a case, like go harder with the trade. Like trade us, for example, you just saw. Uh, Durant and and Kyrie Irving put through a trade or trade request. They were honored pretty quickly. Yep. It's like you would have got mixed up in that news cycle. It's, so it's not like you would have been the lone guy out there requesting a trade. So any any backlash from that standpoint could have maybe been uh, I don't know minimized to some degree. So I guess my point is like if you if that's how you feel, Zach, and, and that's. You know that's what clutch feels and go harder with it i guess why are we hearing about this now after the deadline when nothing can happen so it just that doesn't make a lot of sense to me i don't know how uh, far i put much stock into it but uh it is what it is i mean
2: this is part of the problem when you have a secret extension with your coach like why would you put yourself in a position where you're basically saying pick one of us here like mm, right these two, like this, this locker room's not big enough for the two of us. And to let that, yeah, let that come out after the trade deadline. Maybe that lines up with the thought that the Bulls were shopping Zach. Um, And maybe, like I said, this, this sort of trade still comes to fruition in the summer. I understand that the Bulls don't want to go into the gutter this year because they don't have their own pick. But like I said, with the Fournier thing, you can still be, com- there are moves you can make that still help you play competitively while also setting you up better for the future. And I'm worried now that they have missed their opportunity to sell high on some of their guys and that they have uh, sacrificed value in order to, out of fear that they are going to give the Magic a good pick and out of f- fear that they might not make the play in. So I think it's a, t- a terribly weak place to operate from, and I think it puts them in, like, the longer they let this go on, the worse it's going to get. When when this comes to the summer, and they've got to make calls about keeping Kobe or Vooch or Io or Javante and still not being able to add any talent to this group, that's, I mean, that's where we're headed. And then what? You got to trade somebody. You can't just have the same group forever. And I think it's rare that you have you know, 13 or 14 of the same guys on a roster from one year to the next anyway. Mm -hmm. So I, like I said, I, I think they should have done something to try to get themselves better because it's clear that they didn't want to get themselves worse. I understand that, but if we go into next season and we still have the same group, I think it would be a big problem.
0: Well, guys, I think we were focusing on the wrong issues because clearly the most pressing issue is Luke with a Super Chat saying that he would rather have Matt Thomas than Tony Bradley.
1: My man! You better (laughs) tell him the truth! You better tell him the truth! The truth shall set you free out here!
0: Do you think Matt Thomas would also be picked up and carried out the club, just like Tony Bradley? Never!
1: Absolutely never! You think he could throw down with Steven Adams? You, You see, he came straight for Tony! He, he saw that gaze of Matt Thomas from across the bench and said, "I ain't even walking over there." And he went and grabbed Tony Bradley and said, "I think you a punk ass. I'm carrying your ass off the court." Uh. No, absolutely not. The greatest in the world, Marquay, and the greatest in the world. He's saying that Nick Zach trade should have
0: happened most often when there is a dispute between a star player and a coach in the NBA. The organization. Will fire that coach. That's true. And take the player's side. All the time. The fact that I think maybe some Bulls fans here are saying, and Billy is certainly not a widely popular coach with the fan base right now. We got people in our comments after every game saying, fire Billy, fire Billy, fire Billy. Mm -hmm. And the fact that even that being true, and some Bulls fans being like, well, you know, you should have traded Zach. (laughs) I don't love Billy. But you should have traded He's there. Like, I don't like him. Take right. that, take that Knicks deal. But honestly, I mean, think about it. now. If there was one player that was hanging up that that reported <laughs> trade between the Bulls and Knicks, uh-huh. whether it was Grimes or swapping a different young guy, Topping, whatever, uh-huh. Fournier was going to be in there to make contracts. Matt, yeah. If if the Bulls are out on Zach because of reasons X, Y, and Z, yeah. And like you were saying earlier, Will, are you getting? An offer as good as that this offseason when other teams have all kinds of other options at their disposal
1: make that deal I mean, I think you can still get that nice offer though, even knowing that i'm just I'm just basing that I'm not disagreeing no no I'm just, I'm, I'm just basing that off of what I've seen as far as other players who have been in that same kind of situation and they've still teams have still walked away with a nice haul yeah. you know for that player you know even worse than you know I mean than just hearsay you
2: know what I'm saying uh, but again. You just you have less control over what people will think of your assets then Correct. because you just don't Correct. know. Correct. And right now they know. And again, I think it's great that they had super high prices for these guys. Mm. I wouldn't have wanted to just give them away for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they needed to blow it up in the first place, but for every reason we've talked about so far, to do nothing I think is uh, it's really disappointing, and I think it will come back to to bite them.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, and look, that deal with the Knicks may not be there in the offseason just because Rose Rose was part of what made the money work. And and Rose has a team option. So maybe, maybe, they, uh, put in, maybe they take up that option for Derek Rose to include him in a trade. But if, if they don't, if they just let it go, then I don't know, they have to rework the deal somehow because the money doesn't necessarily work in that instance. Yeah, it was good to know that a team out there was prepared to offer three first-round picks for Zach. Uh, that's good confirmation, and that means that re-signing Zach in the off-season, despite what some people say, was the right decision because you now are in a position to move in for future first-round picks, which you wouldn't be had you let him go in the off-season for nothing. 100%. But this particular deal with the Knicks, maybe you can revisit a, a Levine Knicks-type deal in, in the off-season. But this particular deal, um, I don't know if it will be in the same sort of shape, uh, just purely based on what you know the contracts that will need to be sent out. So it's an interesting one. Um, And there aren't a lot of first-round picks out there. Like, we just saw the Suns just demolish all their first-round picks, all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting time. But it is. I guess the one positive here for me is that there clearly is, despite Zach's contract, there is still some positive value to be had from him in a trade should it come at some point, which may be in the offseason.
2: Yeah. What if he gets hurt?
4: Ooh. Well, yeah. That's the risk. That's the risk. Yeah. I mean, you can... Still in the blank player. What if yeah. blank gets hurt? I mean, right, I'll take but that I, risk, my bro. point
2: is like, what if Crusoe gets hurt? What if he doesn't have the same value? What if instead of, uh, I, I
0: don't think you can think like that. Yeah, for I'm, real, bro. What if
2: you're a team that is interested in Crusoe because you get him for three playoff runs instead of two?
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that value is higher as I, a half season loner and then some.
2: Again, we don't know what the details of any of these trade conversations were. Obviously, more news or rumors leaked about Zach. But I don't blame the Bulls for not wanting to go into the gutter. I've said that before. Yeah. But the idea that we think the East is more open now because Kevin Durant is gone is even more argument to try to add talent because now you can be more competitive. Correct. Absolutely right. The argument is not we can just stand still and still be as good, especially when other teams are adding. Yeah, Um, absolutely right. I've said this every day when we talked about it this past summer. If you're not making moves to get better – and other teams are, you are getting worse. Yes, he said, and, and I think they are worse now. He Rex
0: Rex in the comments pointing out something else that I think is important, especially if this lingering beef between Zach and Billy is becoming more untenable. Uh-huh. They signed Billy to an extension. They did. So he's going nowhere. We also know that Jerry ain't a fan of paying coaches to go away. They wanted AK and Eversley to consider keeping the bald-headed menace. They did. Because they gave him an extension. But they didn't keep him. No, they didn't, thankfully. Thank but you. I'm just saying, if, if you're trying to figure out what changes you can make organizationally mm-hmm. to fix this crap. Yeah. I will say. You, my, you're going you're gonna to fire the coach
1: you just signed an extension to this offseason? True, indeed. Because you believe he's part of the problem now? Well, at least now I know I can sit here and just absolutely root for the playoffs now. Now I can sit here and <laughs> root for the play-in. And go for my team going to the playoffs now. That's that's where I'm at, and that's where all this love is about to go. You know what? I can... still would like to go to the goddamn playoffs. Whether you don't want to, whether you don't want to, I still want to go to the playoffs, man. Let's go. This is what you signed up for. This is what you said you wanted to do. Screw it. Let's do it. Let's go to the playoffs, man. I'm down. Let's hit it. You know I'm what with
0: I'm, it. I'm rooting for is winning the lottery two times over, buying this team away. What with, I mean. your,
1: with your $50 again? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the plan. Yeah, I'm going to convince right, right.
0: Michael to sell me the bull right. for 50 bucks. Yes, yes, yes. Because I think I can actually twist him into that conversational corner.
1: Yeah, and again, you still have not told me where you're getting this $50 from. Hey, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you're getting this money. The, believe it or not, they pay us to do this. Dude, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Kevin! <laughs> we getting checks for this? <laughs> Wait, why? He, he didn't even respond. Like, he's confused. Kev's not sure. He's not sure? Kev's not I'm, sure. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh,
0: y'all, it is 3 o'clock. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to our two-hour NBA Trade Deadline Day special. We really appreciate it. Appreciate all the likes. Appreciate all the engagement in the chat. You appreciate a great the job, super Joey. chats. Um, Mark, thank you for hopping on and sharing some of your uh, takes with us. We Mark, will... Hey. Take a quick break here in the late afternoon hours and then, you know, season don't stop. We got ball night tonight. Uh -uh, Bulls, uh -uh. new look nets tip off at 630. That means we'll be back here setting up for pregame at 6 p.m. central time. Let's see if I can wrap my head around my depression between now and six o'clock. Joe, did you hear my compliment? Thank you. All right. You're welcome. What'd you say? I just told him he did a great job. He did do a great job. I thought he did a really good job. When did Joey not do a great job? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well when he's when he's Don't or- set
1: me up like that. Why do you do that to me? When he's ordering food. That's he's when he does. It. The- <laughs> uh,
0: everybody, we'll see you back here for pregame before okay. bulls nets Uh thanks to Mark. Follow him on Twitter, MK Hoops. Hashtag continuity. <laughs> Follow Joey, our producer and our pal at Joey's Path is Joey One K. Will is at Will underscore Gottlieb. Uh, He's probably going to be writing something up here now between now and pregame. Keep an eye on it. AllCHCO.com. Big Dave is at BOW,
2: bow, B-A-W-L Sports.
0: Bulls underscore Peck is my Twitter handle. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Bulls Nation, I know that that was tough. It's a tough day. We'll power through it together. Like, subscribe. See you be good. See you for pregame.
2: Peace.